Blog Talk Radio. Florida, the biggest party. Welcome to the Cricket Show. Show, show, show. To call in, 151-560-59850. We are on each and every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our host is Leon Francis and co-host Iva Henry. Yes, indeed. We are on. Good evening, one and all around the world. You're listening to the Cricket Show. And we just want to say welcome to all of you who are listening all around the world. And we hope that you will be enjoying the same amount of pleasant weather that we are experiencing here in my neck of the woods. I trust that everything will be all right in your neck of the woods. Let me just say hello to my friend and co-help this evening, Mr. Dennis Seed. Good evening to you, Mr. Dennis. Good evening to you, Leon, and uh, welcome to all. This is the Cricket Show with your host, Leon Francis, brought to you by a group of independent panelists and cricket enthusiasts. This is the place yes. where local and international cricket guests dissect, discuss, and debate all things cricket. So join us with your views and comments. All participants welcome. We invite yes. you to listen live online or call us, email us, get in touch and share your views or send us your questions. Julian. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much for that. And let me just, before we do anything, just say hello to, to um, Mr. Gandhi. He's on listening to us. Right? He, he's, he's scheduled for seven o'clock, but he chose to be on with us early, but we never mind. The more company, the better it is, right? For, right. Okay. And then yeah. Yes, indeed. Welcome. We we often say hello, give God thanks for allowing us to go through another show. And I say, good dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this evening. We thank you for your kindness, for allowing us to be with, to provide another show. Thank you for your allowing us to do so for the past ten years or more. We pray that you just let the show go on without any interruptions whatsoever. We pray that you will help the ones who are helping us to make the show possible each and every week for the past 10 years by their contribution or their moral support. And we trust that you'll continue to give us the help that we need to do the work we set out to do to improve cricket in the USA. We ask your continued help for our fallen brothers, those who are not able to be with us this evening because of illness, and we pray that you will just make your touch, your miraculous touch go on their bodies and bring them back to their normal selves. Namely, my dear wife Eunice, my friend Dr. Leroy Lashley, Connie Whitley, my niece, Ellie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Murtris Nisbet, El Camino Willett, Will Wentworth Francis, Dennis Kelman, Isilma Cornelius, Ralston Otto, Joseph Guntrup, Willis Daniel, Fillmore Hallpike, Dr. Roger Brown, Earl Stevens, and all the others who have not expressed their concerns, Lord. We just pray that you just heal them, bring them back to their normal selves so they can continue to do the work you have set forth for them to do. 
We thank you again for the wonderful help that you have um, given us by uh, the support we have gotten uh, worldwide. And we pray you'll just continue to bless us, bless all our supporters and those who are performing on the show this evening. We hope that you'll allow them to express themselves and, and uh, let the folks who are listening be so play, pleased with it that they will be um, happy to be back with us again. All these we ask in your name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so before we do anything, I'd like to do this before we have been joined by Audley. Let me go through the, the outline this evening and just want to tell our folks that our special guest is going to be Mr. Mahir um, Gandhi. He'll be on at 7 o'clock in the evening and he'll go until 8, 7.45, around about that. But in the meantime, in between time, we'll go through the rigors of our show. The outline goes as follows. Shock news for the tennis, tennis fans because Serena Williams has been knocked out of the French Open. And that, um, again, put a hold on her bid to win in her 24th Grand Slam. She was beaten by a youngster, uh, Elena Rybakina, 6-3-7-5, a defeat for Serena, um, avoiding her possibility of winning her 24th. Turn our attention to the West Indies, and West Indies, they have named their provisional white ball cricket, or red ball cricket squad. The squad is as follows. Craig Bradford, he's the captain. Jermaine Blackwood, the vice captain. And Kumar Bonner, Darren Bravo, Ralston Chase, Rakim Cornwall, Joshua De Silva, Shannon Gabriel, Jamal Hamilton, Jason Holder, Shia Hope, Azari Joseph, Kyla Mayers, Kyron Powell, Kima Roach, Jaden Seals, and Jamal Warkin. Earlier on, we, we did name the provisional full uh, red ball squad, but just for interest of those who have not heard it, it is as follows, Kyron Pollard, the captain, Nicholas Poran, vice-captain, Fabian Allen, Dwayne Bravo, Sheldon Cottrell, Fidel Edwards, Andre Fletcher, Chris Gale, Chevron Hetmeyer, Jason Holder, Akil Hussein, Evan Lewis, Obed McCoy, Andrea Russell, Mendel Simmons, Kevin Sinclair, O'Shane Thomas, Hayden Walsh Jr. And more on that, of course, later on. And let me give you the scores out of England. Uh, let's talk. Let's just say, just pause for a cause. Let me just welcome in our brother, Audley Watson. Good evening to you, Audley. Welcome. Good. Good evening, Mr. Francis, and good evening to my fellow panelists, and for the rest of the people in the world all over. It's good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all, and welcome to the Cricket Show. Yeah, we are hoping to have very uh, wonderful, wonderful, as we say in Jamaica, hoping to have a catawampus time this <laughs> evening as we talk, as we talk cricket. Meaning, of course, a good time. Good, good time. Yes, good time. Uh, first time I've heard that word. Dennis, you heard that? Catawampus? Okay. Catawampus. Catawampus. Oh, Catawampus. Okay. 
Right. <laughs> Thank you for that, Audley. Okay, let's turn our attention to the scores today. England and New Zealand played to a draw. Scores in that match. England 275 all out and 173. New Zealand 378 and 16946. In the county champions, Essex and Knots played to a draw. Essex 210 and Knots 293 and 44-42. The other match, Somerset versus Hampshire, um, was a drawn affair as well. Somerset 360 and 409 for seven. Hampshire 311 and 88 for two. Kent versus Knots, match drawn. Kent 330 for five. Knots 392 and 184 for eight. And Yorkshire versus Sussex. Yorkshire 558 all out. Sussex 313 and 215 all out. Yorkshire winning there by innings and 30 runs. And finally, in the Rachel Hey-Ho Flint Trophy. You've never heard of that, Audley or Dennis, but we can talk about it later on. The Thunder. She has a birthday coming up. Mm -hmm. The the, the Thunder versus the Lightning. The Lightning winning there by 134 runs. Scores. The Thunder, 125 all out, replying to 255, 5945. And those are the scores in the county championship. Turning our attention, of course, we talked about England versus New Zealand. We will obviously be talking quite a bit about the Conway. And, of course, the news is also featured surrounding Ollie, Ollie Robinson, Ollie Robinson having made a, a sexist comment, a tweet, which was unacceptable, and he may be facing fines, and obviously he may also be facing not being the banned for a test match or so. A little later on in the show, we'll go into that in detail. Turning our attention to the International Cricket Council's test match the World Test Championship finals and the ICC they are saying they has clarified that the follow on rules will not change if play is washed out on day one of the World Test Championship finals which would have normally in test matches this clarification comes in view of the extra day that was added to the World Test Championship Finals to be between New Zealand and, of course, India, June 18th to the 23rd. So no change in the rules. Ireland uh, played against Ireland and two the Netherlands. And the latest match, the Netherlands, Scored 157, uh, and um, Ireland were able to knock it off. The loss of two wickets, 158 for two. And as a result of that, the series is now leveled at one all. Three matches are to be played in the ODI. Ireland 
course, we talked about the India Premier League. Obviously, we know that it's going to be in the UAE in September, beginning in September, and some players may not return, but others, I believe, will be glad to see the presumption. Sri Lanka, of course, last week we talked about Sri Lanka versus Bangladesh, and the Bangladesh were defeated Sri Lanka two matches to one in those in that three match series. South Africa are due to tour the West Indies and the series starts come the tenth. They will play in two test matches and five T twenties and the the series kicks off in Saint Lucia and on Wednesday the tenth and of course on Thursday the tenth and it will go into the fourteenth. And we have, we're looking forward to that series as well. And we have both teams, the West Indies teams. We gave you the provisional teams for the West Indies. And we also have the team for the test, for the test, uh, South Africa test squad. Australia, they'll be touring the West Indies and they will have three ODIs, five T20s from July the 9th until July the 24th. India also are going to be on tour. Of course, they'll be having that big affair with New Zealand, but they'll also be taking on India on a five-test match series, August the 4th until September 14th. Looking forward to those matches as well. And the, the, T, the T20 Blast over in England will be starting in June the 9th and will go until September the 18th which are 133 T20 matches being played in England. It's something that we should cover. And Pakistan, they're due to tour the West Indies, two test matches, five T20s, August the 27th, August the, no, July the 27th to August the 24th. And Sri Lanka are also going to be on tour of England. They'll be playing three ODIs, three T20s, June 18th to July the 4th. Lots of cricket are being played. And CWI guys come out with the news that they are not going to be um, they're, they're going to be supporting the freedom of choice. This is relative to the COVID vaccine shots that some players are opposed to taking and others will be doing so at their own um, well, they will be doing so as well. So we're looking forward to see what will be the outcome of that. And we did talk about the common CPL. The full list of the, all the teams are available. And we also talk about the hundreds that, that are going to be played in England, the 100 series. And we're looking forward to the CPL in the Caribbean. And uh, we know that lots of folks are going to be interested in it. But we also wanted to stress the importance of of um, you doing what you have to do with regard to protecting yourself in this time in the needs of in this time of the COVID. So let's turn it over to Audley. He'll give us his inter- inside edge. Okay. Um, just before I g- just let me give you a, a little edge. Rachel Hiho Flint was the captain yes. of in, of the English um, of England cricket team. Uh, she was a part of the team for 20 years, and she was the captain that led them to the first World Cup back, I think, in 19, 1978. Uh, so uh, 
when I was growing up, I always heard of Rachel Hehu until she got married oh. and Clint was added on. So she was one okay. of the very popular ladies cricketer uh, in those early days. All Rachel right. Hehu. Okay. okay, good. Okay, that, that's in the word is derived from her, from her name. Yeah, Rachel Hehu Flint. Yeah. Flint was oh, when she okay. got married, and she was the captain. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I must say this this inside the edge is inspired by. One Mr. Simon O'Brien, because she, oh. I mean, he he knocked us out last year. I mean, after a while, you know, there are things that you know, and after a while, you, you just um, hey, let up and you just totally forget about it. So he reminded mm-hmm. us last year, he bowled us last week when he asked you about the lowest score made by the West Indies in Test cricket. So I said, okay, let me do a little revision, let me do a little research. So I, I, I'm giving you the Five lowest made by West Indies in Test cricket. Five lowest scores for the insiders for this evening. So the first is 47, of course, as we learned. We learned about that last week, 20, 20, 2004, against um, England in Jamaica. Then you have Australia, bowled us out in 1947 for 51, which is the second lowest. 1947 for Spain, Trinidad Tobago. The fifth was Pakistan. We got bowled out 1986 for 53 in Pakistan, and 54 by England, 2000 in England at Lord's, 54. And the fifth lowest scores at Headingley in 2000, um, August 2000, when we were bowled out for 61 by England. So that's the five lowest, 47, 51, 53, 54. And then 61. Mr. Simon, that is for you. All right, yes. here we got it. When you come to us, you will tell us all about it. Um, Dennis, yeah. you, you recall yeah. those times? Well, what I think hardly missed was the 51 that the West Indies bowled Australia out for in 2009. No, he's talking about the West Indies. No, I, I he's just about the West Indies. Uh, our no. lowest score. Our, our five lowest score. Okay, no. Yeah. Yeah. I, Don't yeah, play Mr. McKenzie on me now. I was asleep though Yeah, okay Now let, let, let's talk a little bit before we go into our Our um, M- Mr. Francis Mr. Francis, can you just allow me Just 30 seconds Yes more We know we're going to come up with it But we have a very, very, very special event Coming up this Friday and I have to, I have to burst it now. I, I, I was trying to keep it, but it just, it, it just start to overflow. So Mr. and Mrs. Francis will be celebrating a very special wedding, wedding anniversary this Friday. Yes. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a, a big yeah, something from Saturday morning. And, and, of course, uh, next week, Sunday, too, you know. So on Friday coming, Mr. and Mrs. Francis will be celebrating a big, celebrating a big, big wedding anniversary. All right. Happy anniversary yes. from now. I should be happy yeah, thank to you. more about Thank you. One. Thank you for that. Okay. And, uh, we, we have no, you may go ahead. We have a special guest coming on, too. They said they want to come on this evening just around after you, you come with the your birthday and anniversary. Yeah, okay. anniversary. So I'm going to give way for her as soon as she's ready. And you know, when I say she, is one of my, my people coming on. But um, yeah, then it's... Yeah, peeps. Yes, Dennis. Dennis, anything yes. that um, jog your memory or thing you want to go on to talk about before we go into the birthday hour? Well, I, I just 
just wanted to throw in a few notes on that England-New Zealand uh, series. Uh, test okay, match go right ahead. Concluded. Go right ahead. I mean, great stuff by Devon Conway, 200 runs. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he, he took five catches as well in this mm-hmm. series, in this match. At any rate, Devon, he scored 200, and three other players between them, four of them, they scored the, the total runs of 378. That means seven players between them managed just less than 24 runs, scored less than extras, which was 24. Of course, um, on the England side, England had 275, with Burns scoring 132, and likewise, they had uh, seven players who did not really perform very well with the bat. In the, end, in the end, this match should have produced a result. England had 75 overs to score 273 runs. That calculates to a run rate of 3.65. England, shamefully, or was that strategically, did not take up the offer and settled for a tame draw. So we see they were playing cautious and careful. Anyway, that's my little comment on that, uh, Leon, and it's uh, back to you. Yeah, well, I, well I what about... Observation. Go ahead, then. Uh, go ahead, then. I'm add before you. you go ahead, hardly. In the meantime, I'm trying to get you in the Okay, okay. yeah. I, I, made, I made an observation there because uh, what mm-hmm. I've seen is that both, open, both openers, right, mm-hmm. Burns and Conway, Conway 200 run out in his debut, Yes. And um, he was the last man out in the innings. Burns, the other opener, the one for England, mm-hmm. he made 132, and he was the last man out mm-hmm. as well. So they, they, they just they came very close of carrying the bat right through, right through the innings. Mm-hmm. And especially for Conway, who was making his debut. I mean, that was great. And I also noticed that in the second inning, <laughs> they were the first one to be out. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, mm-hmm. so they, uh, actually, the last man out and then first one out in, in the second inning. And that's what they observed. And something that is also common to both batsmen, they were both put on the honors board at large. You know, yes, when one yes, yes. corner at center at large. And um, Saudi. Of course, Saudi. He got five wickets as well. And Oli, Oli Robinson. Also, he just missed it. Took four wickets. Yeah, he got four. Mm-hmm. But he has been tainted by that remarks that he made, that sexist and racist remarks that he made when he was eighteen yeah, that's, years. Yeah, that's that's some nine years ago. Years so he's just saying, oh, some nine years ago. So he's saying anything that you have out there on social media can come back to to, to nip you, you know, and um. Truthfully, you know, I mean, he, he can be forgiven. You know, we all we all need forgiveness. But then, of course, he has to go to some suspension. And when when he, including using the n words and and all, of, I've not read the comment. I've not seen it. So I'm only um, comment from the tidbit that 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 has been um, dropped about the place. So I I I can give you a full remark. But from the English cricket board, you know, taking action and stuff like that. And um, but Little part I heard about the you know, ladies and the say and the and the, the N words you know referring to black players and and stuff like that. So it's gonna come back and hit you someday. Okay. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Well, 
You heard but it. He, he showed to be a really good talent, though, and he's a, he, he's a real good bowler. Well, the strange yeah. thing about it, though, he may just face being banned for the next test match. You know, we well, say well, he's I, I think punishment. I, I think. Uh, you think yeah, they might forgive I, I him? Think, um, I, I think there are, there, are, there are a lot of things that sometimes when, when you're younger uh, you're being influenced by, by you know, you want, want to show that you are, um, you are with your group that, you're, that, you're, that you're, you're hanging out with. I'm not saying it's right. It's not right. And then they, they think they could, have, they could have gotten away with it because um, it does social media. You post something out there and, oh, and forget it. But you see, nowadays... Everybody, you know, go back in the archives and look up things. Your name just want to be mentioned, and everybody go on and search up everything about you. Um, even, even a minister, um, a minister that um, who, who is doing God's work, and he was what he's saying is right, but but, but because of the, the homosexuals and the gay active uh, gay activists, um, I think in the name of Giglio, when when he was asked to. Um, pray or give some comment on at President Obama's inauguration, um, the gay activist went and looked up his sermons and things like that. And what he said is, is God's suit. But because of the cancel culture that we had, he had to withdraw because, because he preached a, 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 a messages about homosexuality that is wrong. And that's God's word. So if you, they want to cancel you for telling the truth, that's all right. That's always all right. But you know, when you do those things, they're gonna come. They're gonna come back, and, and it will be honor to be crucified for. I mean, persecuted, persecuted rather, for for the name of the Lord. That's not a problem. But all those people that are doing those racist things, and they're gonna get away with it. It's it's not gonna happen. It, it, it's coming back to to, to net them in you know where, right in the rear. Yes. Any other topic before we have about a couple minutes more left before we go into the. What about Serena? You know, you, did you mention that Serena? Yes, last I me- mentioned it, and it's a sad okay, thing. It means that I I have stopped watching now because Serena has gone and LeBron James has gone. So they, <laughs> LeBron, they probably yeah, may just want to go to Disney. Oh, she's going <laughs> over. She's going to she's going to Lords. She's going over to England because because it's the twenty eighth that uh, Wimbledon starts, right? Round about that. Yeah, so she's going over to get ready. I'm sure she has a flat over there in, in Middlesex, near where Dennis used to live. <laughs> uh, the, the way things are going right now, Leon, I'm not saying I'm not saying Serena can't, but she's not getting any younger. No, it, mm-hmm. it, time is not on her side, and um, it's going to be difficult. Not impossible. I remember when Tiger would got stuck on 14 majors, and and they uh, got into trouble, and it's such a while and. You know, you think he could, he would never be able to win another major. You know, last year he, or the year before, he 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 won the um, Augusta to 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 make it his 15th. So um, things like that do happen. You know, but game is not a is a game where you play leisurely, and is a corner to your team. But when the other person you're playing tennis, the other person dictates the way you respond. They, you know, by the way they play. So it's going to be a bit um, more difficult, much more difficult for. For Serena, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not saying that, but it's getting more more difficult as the years uh, piling on. She's um, 390, about 30 or 39. Yeah. yeah. And Federer too. He has he has um, 
Yeah, time is not on his side either. Either. No, no, but he's still winning. But I think no other news about Osaka. Um, young uh, Japanese lady. She is, she is going to cool out. She's going to take it a little, take um, some time away from, from tennis. Now, Osaka. So she. Leon, one comment on the Rachel Flint trophy. Yeah. There was mm-hmm. one incredible match there with the uh, Sunrisers because they scored 20, they scored 53 runs in 29.1 overs and was defeated by the Northern Diamonds who scored 54 runs in 7.4 overs. I mean, a remarkable low score for a, you know, a, a 50 over match, 53 runs in 29 overs. But that's just one of those things. But it shows that the women's game is uh, just as... Uh, Interesting as the, the, the men's game, you know, in, in all it's, it brings to, to us in terms of entertainment and skills. That was Happy that. birthday <laughs> When you hear that song, then you know what, you know what is coming up. Yeah. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, from the soundtrack in the background, you know it's time for the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. It's a time of the evening when we take a look in the Christian fraternity and we say happy birthday. And it's a time when you also can call in with your, give us your call, 151-605-9850. Yes, it's a Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Oh, yeah. Okay, can, can I ask you to pause for one moment because we have with us uh, yeah. Ivor. He just want to say hello to the folks who mm-hmm. find their own world. Ivor, yes, good right. evening, good afternoon, good night. Um, yes, Leon. I'm, I'm here in the esteemed company of Mr. Festus Delroy Lynn, my umpire partner in crime. We just finished um, a cricket match and we want to say congratulations to the Florida International. The Pakistani team, they would have won the 30 over um, competition in the Gold Coast League. Um, it, was a, it was a high scoring game, too. Um, mm-hmm. They would have pumped over 226. They needed 227 for victory. They did it in the 28 over. So the, the, the guys are listening up. So we just want to say a big up to, to, the, to the guys. As a matter of fact, okay. they, they were dining out and enjoying themselves. So I just thought they'll. Give them a big up on the radio before yes, they indeed. go on into the, into the sunset. Yeah, thank you so much for that. Yes. Why don't Why don't we we just give pause for cause? Are they in in a hurry to go? Or? 
Um, yeah, well, they've, they've gone to the, they've gone to the cars. It's only Uncle Fest with me here right now. Who's going to say good afternoon? Yeah, well, well put him on for a few minutes, and then we will go back to the normal. It's oddly yeah. normal. But good afternoon to you, sir. <clears throat> good afternoon to you. Uh, good evening, sir. Good evening. Congratulations. Absolutely. How are you? Good. Yes, and and the same to you. Long time um, I haven't seen you. Well, um, I'm hiding all the way in North Florida, so that's why. I was told. I was told. I was. I was. Um, kind of updated. Updated me on things. So I. I yes. I realized. That. But certainly, it's nice to be to be speaking to you. Yes. And, um, um, I just want to make one other observation about the Test cricket. Um, yeah. I think um, the West Indies have selected uh, a very good one-day team, the best that they could probably um, find. Mm-hmm. And also a good test, test team also, a good test first 17, which shall be reduced to 13 tomorrow. Okay. So obviously, we're hoping for, for the best for the West Indies um, starting on Thursday. Yes. <laughs> it's a pity you couldn't call us back later on because we're going to be discussing that at length. We just, we just breezed through it a moment ago. And maybe he could. He could. If he maybe could, he could call us back later. Yes, absolutely. Right. Yes, sir. Again, yes, sir. all the best. You know, nice hearing your voice. You sound younger than I am nowadays. I, I, I am younger than you. Nice to speak. Yeah, by far. By far. Oh, enjoy. Okay. Have a great afternoon. Okay. Have all the best. Evening, all the best to you. Okay. Have a blessed. Have a blessed evening, sir. Thank you. Likewise. Okay. Audley, sorry for that. Pausing your no calls. problem, no problem, no problem, no problem. It's all cricket, man. Okay, okay. So today is the 6th of June, and it's the anniversary of when Brian Lara made that epic 501 not out for Warwickshire against Durham. Yes, uh, 501. That's a whole lot of runs, I can tell you. And today is also the birthday of Ryan Braswick, um, Barbados. Barbadian sprinter that won the 110 meters hurdles a few years ago in the Olympics. And um, Junior Reed, Junior, we call him One Blood Reed, um, artist out of Jamaica. He turns 58 today, 58. All right, cricketer Asif Iqbal from Pakistan, of course, 78 years old today. Was in wider, 54. Ashraf Ahmed, 48. Tahir. Nakwish, Nakwash, 62, Mohamed Afran, 59, and Alim Deer, umpire, 53. All those names of people are Pakistanis, all Pakistanis. From England, Robert Barrow and um, Mike Gatton turned 64 today, and Frank Tyson also, he left us 2015. Uh, We have Sunil Joshi from India, 54. Ayanke Rahani, Ajinke Rahani, he's 33 years old today. Tiger Lance from South Africa, so he'll butt, he's 55 today. Donald Nell from Scotland is 41. Karen Young, female cricket out of Ireland, she's 53. Fire Jones from Trinidad and Tobago, left us a long time ago. And Zimbabwe, Andy Pycroft. Umpire turns 65 years old today. Um, tomorrow, former Prime uh, Vice President Mike Pence turns 62. 
Uh, Carl Nunes from Jamaica. Uh, Marlon Black from Trinidad Tobago. He will be 46. And we have Timo Mohammed from Guyana. He'll be 64, 64 years old tomorrow. We have Myrtle Edwards and Alice Wedmount from Australia. Ian Laggart. Shane Bond uh, from New Zealand. Shane Bond will be 46 tomorrow. Graham Laprone um, from Sri Lanka. He'll be 57. Nell Radford from England will be 64. And Helen Klimmer, female cricketer, will be 56. For um, the eighth, um, Ivers' friend, Austin Williams, will be celebrate, celebrating a birthday. Austin Williams, Ivers' friend, happy birthday to you when it comes Mr. William. Uh, England, uh, when it comes to cricket, Leslie Townsend from England. Ray Ellenworth will be 89 come the 8th of this month. Batting real good, 89. And also another one here is three-quarters of a century, a little more three-quarters of a century. Derek Underwood, he will be 76 years old on the 8th, and he has taken almost 300 wickets in test cricket, 297. Uh, and then... Um, for India, we had Said Nair Ali, and then we have Millstone Davidson from the Netherlands, along with uh, from New Zealand, Guy Overton, and Ian McCollin. Uh, from South Africa, we have Archibald Palm, and we have Mr. Hendricks, Young Hendricks. Yeah, he will be turning 31 years old, come on the 8th. And from Australia, Richie, Ro Richie Robinson. For the ninth, we have my grandniece. Oh, no, oh they're having grandniece. Haney Knight. She'll be celebrating uh, uh, her birthday on the 9th of being Waterbury, Connecticut. Happy birthday to you, Haney, when it comes. Uh, international TV evangelist T.D. Jakes also will be celebrating his birthday on the 9th, 64 years old. And Lynette's daughter, Samantha, our friend mm. Lynette, her daughter Samantha will be celebrating her birthday also. Happy birthday, and it comes Samantha. Cricket, Andrew Simon will turn 46. Michael Taylor, 66. Leslie Johnston left us a long time ago. Michael Beer will turn 37. And Harry Alexander also will be, well, he left us some time ago. Grant Peterson from Zimbabwe. Brian Strand will be 49. Barnton Watambura will be 44. Dale Breckenstein from South Africa will be celebrating too. Charlie Siles from Guyana. Ian Phillips from Scotland. Usman Afseel from England turned 44. The... 10th of the month, this is jam-packed Sasha Obama, young Sasha Obama, the daughter of President Obama, will be celebrating. Uh, she was born 2001. So happy birthday, Sasha, when it comes. And uh, Donna's granddaughter will be celebrating. Not will be three years old. I don't have her name, Donna. I'm sorry. But <laughs> I know it's your granddaughter. She was born 2018. So you can come in and fix that up. All right? Donna's granddaughter was born 2018. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy, happy, happiness to you, Grandma. Uh, Maxi Priest will turn 60 years old on that date also. Um, Emma's friend out of St. Croix, Margaret Southwell, will also be celebrating her birthday on the 10th. And we have a couple of deaths. Ray Charles, Mr. Rick Blind Genius himself, he left us 2004, the, 6th, the 10th of June. And the first international Jamaican, I would say, Marcus Messiah Garvey. Yes, Marcus Messiah Garvey. He died the 10th of June, 1940, 81 years ago. Marcus Garvey. All right, we go to cricket now. Abel Monkel from South Africa, David Miller, and Dame James Villa, all from South Africa. Rudy Webster and Nick Dyer from Scotland. Ian Blackwell from England. Uh, Kurnan Monsour from Pakistan. Uh, we have Lakmal Sandakan from Sri Lanka. And it's also the anniversary of Tino second best. Uh, the, okay. Then he was the best. <laughs> then he was mm. the best. Tino best scored 95 runs. And that time was the highest score by uh, batsman at number 11. Ashton Eager eclipsed that with 98. Um, but he added a, 143 with Dennis Rambin back in, back in England at Edbaston, 2012. Tino Best. Okay, and of course, the big one, Mr. and Mrs. Leon Francis. Yes, the 11th celebrating a big, big time anniversary, wedding anniversary, that is. And uh, all the best to you guys. And I know it's going to be you're going to be having a good time, a good time. And we'll come back to that, of course. Janet Maitland, David's wife. David mm-hmm. Maitland's wife, um, celebrating a, a birthday on your anniversary. So you guys have some close connection there. Yes, David's wife is Janet. She'll be celebrating her birthday also on the 11th. Um, Timothy McVeigh, do you remember Timothy that name? Yes. Timothy McVeigh, um, the um, local... Domestic terrorists that blew up the, play, the building in Oklahoma, killed about, I think, 167 people, uh, along with Nichols, Terry Nichols. Yeah, he was executed back on the 11th of June, 2001, 2001. And John Wayne also died, um, the, the big heavy hitter, Western John Wayne, he died on this day back in 1979. Okay, so... Cricketers, again, cricket. Collis King will turn 70 years old on the 11th of June. Along with Sabrina Monroe out of Guyana, she'll be 36. Mark Richardson from New Zealand will be 50 years old. Tara Toffey will be 43. Michelle McCullaghan will be 35. And Matali, Matali, Matali De Silva from Sri Lanka will be 79. And um, Matera with the money will be 46. Henry Williams from South Africa will be 54. And Dean Elgin, opener, he'll be 34 years old. John Dyson will be 67 from Australia. Rachel Heho Flynn, yes, she will be the anniversary of her birth. But she left us um, January the 18th, 2017. And of course, big thing being played in her memory. Rachel Heho Flynn. And we have Faisal Urratman from Pakistan also. Finally, for the 12th 
Here we go. Nelson Mandela begins his 27 years jail time back in 1964. Yes, 12th of June, 1964, he was placed in prison. And um, 2016, we have the nightclub shooting in Orlando. Omar Maton, who killed 49 people and then killed himself, wounded another 53. Sad time in the life of America, right here, especially in Orlando. Bounty Killer will also, DJ Bounty Killer will 49. So back to cricket, Jim, Jim Burke from Australia, along with Ian Craig and Terry Alderman will turn 65 years old. Javed Meander will turn 64. Jalal, Jalal Yudim, also from Pakistan, will turn 62 years old. He took the first hatchet in ODI, and it was versus Australia back in 1982-83 series. Mr. Norbert Phillips out of Dominica, yeah, will turn six, 73, rather. George Griffin from South Africa, and uh, Peter Such from England. That's what I have here for Elian, that's it. Yes, indeed, and it, it gives me great pleasure to introduce you to a friend of yours, Audley, a friend of Ivers, a friend of the world. My special Gotta be niece. coming. Gotta be coming. Oh, man. This is it awesome. to get her out of the cold in New York. It's, come on in, my dear. <laughs> oh, it's oh, very wow. hot now. Today uh, was in the 90s. Very hot now. It's, it's, it's very hot and sunny here, but I, 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 I know your sentiments. This is a cold state. I want to say good evening to the entire panel, you guys of the cricket show, including my Uncle Leon, Iva, Audley, Simon, Virgil, Cardinal, and I know there's some new names that I'm not terribly familiar with. Dennis. Um, one is Dennis. Dennis. On. Yes, I, I couldn't get on to um, Virgil, but... Oh, okay. But I still want to say good evening to everybody, um, including those I'm not familiar with, so familiar with, and I'm back again. Full disclosure, my name is Connie, and my and I'm Leon Francis's niece, and my uncle Leon has an upcoming anniversary, people, and I mm-hmm. wanted to take this time to say congratulations to you, Uncle Leon, and to your mm-hmm. beautiful, beloved wife, Aunt Eunice. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're going to be married for 53 years. And um, I pray that you have many more years to come with her. And because this is the cricket show, as a tribute to you, Uncle Leon, I want to take only a brief moment to give your audience a snippet of how you started out and have come to this point in your life and career. So Leon Francis, and he was born, as you know, in the Twin Islands of Antigua and Barbuda, on the mainland of Antigua in a village called Liberta. And uh, he grew up in Little St. John Street in Point in Kentis Village and Craven Road in Otters. And Leon's education began at Point School, followed by Mrs. Hodges School and also St. John's Boys School where he was house captain for Washington. His secondary education was at Princess Margaret School you know, Princess Margaret School is a school I also went to, and 
folks, for for your information, Princess Margaret School is what would be known in the United States as a school for gifted children. So he was one of yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was one of three co-captains. <laughs> it's true. He's he was one of three co-captains of both cricket and football. And Leon is presently the founder of your online cricket show, sports show called the Cricket Show. And this show made its online debut August 2010. And he's a member of the Florida Sports Line as a statistician. So uh, I want to give another a bit of a career history path. He has worked briefly in Antigua at Bryson's Wholesale and uh, at Public Works Department, applied for and became an overseer at the Antigua Sugar Factory and lived at Donovan Estate in a manager's house opposite North Sound near Sir Vivian Richards Stadium. And he was promoted to senior overseer at the Carlisle. And uh, during Leon's entire education career path, he has simultaneously devoted his off-work time to both cricket and football. And in the early 1960s, he played football for Acme, and played cricket for both the Antigua Sugar Factory and the St. John's Cricket Club. And then Leon married his sweetheart in 1968, still married to the same love of his life to this day. And from 1974 to 76, he was elected to the position of Secretary of the Antigua and Barbuda Football Association. And from 76 to 78, he served as president. And under his skilled leadership, the Antigua Football Association went on to win the cable and wireless tournament. They're here. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm not going to keep uh, – if, if I go on, <laughs> we'll be here forever. But uh, what I want to say is, Despite his humble beginnings, through sheer tenacity and hard work, but also a deep love and commitment to the twin sports of cricket and football, Leon has not only proven himself to be one of the hardest working men around, but incredibly successful at the lifelong work he has devoted himself to. And Uncle Leon, again, I want to say happy anniversary to you and Aunt Eunice. I love you very much. And thank you for giving me this time to say so. Oh, goodness. That, that brought tears to my eyes. And um, I have that recorded. <laughs> when you talk to me, you, 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 you uh, ask me these questions and write them down, right? And remember them? My goodness. You are, um, you are, you know, I've been, I've been keeping this for you. I wanted, I wanted to give you a present. And I know that you are so devoted to, to this, this show. This is, this is enough. No, wow. uh, nothing could be better than this, I tell you. The world has heard it. And I am overwhelmed, not only with your clarity, with your with the expression of love and kindness. I uh, know that you are one of my favorites, and I will never, ever forget this to the day. Leon, I also learned something new this evening. I didn't know that you were a precocious child growing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
All right. Yeah, and you know what? Um, I know it's just because of your anniversary why, why we have Connie. So it's a mm-hmm. good thing it's actually closer to next week. So that means she'll be back next week Sunday as well. You know, I, I, I love you guys and um, I think you do uh, really good work and um, I hope that you uh, all continue to do uh, good together and, um, and that your show continue to be a success. Okay. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, thank you very much, my dear. You're we have very Karen welcome. On. We have Dennis on. We have um, Ivor on. I don't know if they can speak, but um, yeah, we're trying to get. We haven't in. heard your We haven't heard your voice for a very long time. Very, very long time. <laughs> so it's so welcoming. It's, 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 so, it's so welcoming. It's so welcoming. Oh, you're never uh, forgotten. Never forgotten. Oh, oh. No, I tell you that for sure. Never forgotten. No. It's it's really great to hear your voices too. Um, thanks for saying that. It means a lot. And um, thank you for allowing me the moment to to just say congratulations to you again, Angelina. Thank you so much. And I'm going to play this song for myself and my wife. She's not able to listen, but I'll record it. There's only you in my life Anyone the only in thing that right. yes I wanted to uh, follow up at the anniversary hour I don't have any personal anniversaries or birthdays but I wanted to take the opportunity to congratulate you to Leon on this illustrious resume and uh, achievements you've made you and your lovely wife and at the same time, I also wanted to uh, say a special remembrance. Well, I say remembrance. It's anniversary for Derek Underwood because I remember he was a very talented and much admired left-arm spin bowler. Affectionately. Let, let, let's come. Let's let's come back to the cricket afterwards. Uh, just let Leon. Sorry, it's, just to, it's to interrupt. Anniversary. But let Leon. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. But uh, just for the award sure. he's playing now for he and his wife. So we'll come back after mm-hmm. this song. You know, just let him enjoy this one. Go right ahead. If you don't mind. All right.
And you, you were awesome. You made my day, night, and the rest of my life. I tell you, you. Uh, oh my God. My dearest. Oh, love you, love you, love you a lot. You love know that. You. Right? Okay. We will catch up later. Go ahead, Mr. Yes, Mr. Francis. Dear, Mr. Francis. Before Mr. Francis, before you go, my dear, I just want to tell Mr. Francis, uh, um, I have a song, and that's been a long time in the oven, so I think I have to bring it out next week for next him week. and his wife. He deserved that one. Yes, you deserve that right. one. So, yes, Thank you so much, next week. Okay. Oh, man, thank I you so nice much. nice to have you. It's so nice Same to hear here. your voice again. Same here. I've missed you guys. Okay. <laughs> I'll you know where we are. You know side. where we are, please. I, I you know where we are, please. I will record that and keep it in the archive. I will record it and keep it for my memory. Awesome. I'll send it awesome. to all my family members. They w- would be on next week, God's willing, but as you, you're going to be on this week, we are happy to have you. Right, indeed. Oh, Thank man. you. So, so very Thank much. you guys for having me. All right, Uncle Leon. We'll indeed. catch up on the other hand. Okay. Yes. Have a Take great time. God bless you. Great okay. Thank you. Same to you. Okay. Bye bye. Can't get virgin, uh, oddly, but um, we'll go right ahead. Uh, so you want to go back to Mr. Mr. Dennis now? Dennis, right. Yes, I just wanted quickly to remember Derek. Well, I say remember not because he's passed, but because he was such an influence back then. Derek Underwood, mm-hmm. um, talented and a much admired left arm string bowler. He is affectionately remembered in history for his epic test match innings, batting for about a day to all the West Indies at bay. Though the West Indies eventually won the match, but you remember he batted at number 11 and number 10. Both of these gentlemen kept the West Indies in the field, toiling for almost half a day back in the 60s before they were eventually parted and the West Indies won. But that will always be remembered, and he was such a good bowler. Derek Underwood. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Audley, anything else? Anyone else want to come in? I don't know if Cardinal has any birthdays. Or, um, I don't know if they, if I can speak. I don't know if I can speak now. It's up to you. Yeah, it's open, but they're all open. So if not, why, why wouldn't we go on? I'm coming up to the end of our uh, time for Mr. All right, if nobody has anything to say, I'll just, I'll just close this section now then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as, as usual, we just want to say thanks to all our listeners who are listening throughout the world, whether you're in Asia or you're in, in Europe, are you in um, the Caribbean, right here in the United States. We just want to say continue to listen to us and share each one, share with your friends. Tell them where they can find this program, blogtalkradio.com slash the cricket show. Give them the phone number, right? And um Join us. Of course, um, things that you have missed, you can go back in the archives and you can listen at your own ledger. 
So does Cunting do that? So this has been the Walter Henry Birthday and Anniversary Hour. Uh, join us next week when once again 6.30 in the p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it will be the Walter Henry Birthday and Anniversary Hour. Back to you, Leo. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much for that, Orly. And thank you, Connie, again. You were, you made my day and the first, the first part of the show. But we have a special guest whom we have um, had the pleasure of uh, introducing to the folks. <laughs> Good evening, M- Mr. Gandhi. How are you, sir? Good evening, Mr. Francis. I'm doing good. Good to be on the show with you. How are you doing? Awesome. And the first question that everyone wants to know if you're related to Mahatma Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a question I get all the time. And you and the answer is kind of like, I hope or I wish it uh, was true, but nothing to my knowledge. Uh, Gandhi happens to be a pretty popular, common last name. Uh, so it's just a coincidence, but uh, no direct connection to my knowledge. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, you recently left the South Florida, not South Florida, but South California. South, South California, Cricket Association of his president. During your yeah. tenure of office, what 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 can you say that you are satisfied that you have uh, achieved during your tenure in office? Okay, yeah, that's a kind of like a, a great question. Uh, I have been involved with Southern California Cricket Association, and I'll just say SCCA as a short kind of a thing going forward. So I've been involved in the SCCA for over three decades now, almost, and. Uh, Obviously, the last term that I served was as a president, and my term just ended on April 25th when we had the AGM. So it was like a little bit longer than the two-year term that we generally have as a president. Um, in my tenure, I mean, obviously, last year was a very challenging one, as we all know, where a lot of unexpected things uh, we had to deal with. And unfortunately, the playing season had to be called off last September as things did not improve. And uh, we wanted to prioritize uh, the safety and the health aspect of our members and everyone associated with SCCA and not take any chances. So we kind of like, it's the first time we had to scrap a season completely, basically, which was kind of like uh, very disheartening, but uh, the right thing to do, uh, keeping all things in mind. But uh, in 2019, I think we did accomplish a lot of things, uh, including a healthy fiscal year for the association where we have to build up reserves to deal with uh, contingencies and, uh, you know, just be prepared for the rainy day, so to say, which came in handy last year because we did not collect any dues from our members. and uh, we also initiated uh, the paperwork and the approval process for two new grounds. As you know, grounds are the most important asset that the club or the association rather would have uh, along with the members, right? I mean, members and grounds, those are the two biggest uh, flagship uh, assets that uh, association would have. So I'm happy to say that we have in motion for acquiring and adding two new grounds at Woodley we already have four best turf wickets in the country. In fact, according to mm. Sir Vivian Richards, when he visited here, he visited our Woodley complex uh, for the cricket uh, grounds, and he said that he has not seen grounds turf wickets like this anywhere in North America. 
So that was a big, big achievement that we got that uh, thing uh, rolling. And then we also had some very popular tournaments uh, held during that uh, 2019 season where we had like uh, the Bhakta tournament, which is kind of like Bhakta community, which is kind of like a very kind of like a close-knit community uh, come to LA from all over the country. And for three days, it was a kind of like a very family-oriented, family kind of like involved uh, tournament and uh, very competitive, but at the same time, a very cordial and a very kind of like a fun-filled atmosphere that was created. And then we also conducted the SCCA Premier League, which is kind of like giving our players a platform to showcase their talents and skills by way of auction, just similar to IPL and things like that. We have that SCCA Premier League going on over here. So we had that very successful. And then we first time ever had a national youth tournament where 32 teams participated up again from all over the country. We never had a tournament of this magnitude before. So I'm very pleased that it happened during my tenure. Um, another big thing we accomplished was getting the permit for Village Green. We call it, that's our nickname for that. It's a small strip, kind of like not a full-fledged ground, but uh, a strip kind of like next to our other four grounds, which we have dedicated to having the youth and uh, boys and girls kind of like come and play, practice, learn the game, things like that. So that's another thing. And I know I've been going on for long about the tenure part, sorry about that. But mm -hmm. last thing I would like to say is we had a very successful banquet. We in the past have had banquets, which were awesome. I mean, over the years, we have had greats, cricketing greats who kind of like uh, are obviously still around and kind of like would like to share their knowledge and their kind of like experiences and anecdotes with the membership. So we have mm -hmm. had like Gary Sobers come, Sir Vivian Richards come. Colin Croft, Declan Haynes, and last year or 2019, we had Courtney Walsh. It was a sold out event and very well received. And um, that is, these are some of the things that come to mind about the tenure. So thank you for asking that. Yes, indeed. And um, great accomplishments. Any disappointment because, because it, all, it is said that 20% of the people do 100% of the work and 80% just enjoy it. Um, you had some disappointment in any way? along the way yeah i mean disappointment in the sense kind of like obviously losing a whole cricket season was a big disappointment in that sense but we had to kind of like monitor and follow the mandates that were issued by the state and by the local mm -hmm. authorities because we play on kind of like grounds that belong to the city so we have to kind of like make sure that we are not in violation of any kind making sure all the permits and all the protocols are followed so that was a disappointment. I, I would say the biggest disappointment that we could not have a season. Um, other than that, challenges when you are kind of like running an association of this size, like we have almost 50 teams and uh, each team, if you just average out at least 15 to 20 people, that's a good sizable number. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's a very diverse crowd that we have, right? right? I mean, uh, so we have all the cricket playing countries kind of like coming together and playing under one association. So you have to kind of like deal with different things, different uh, thinking, different uh, people have different ideas, opinions and all that. So you kind of like have to kind of like deal with those things and just kind of like do what is right for the association at the end of the day, because that is what kind of like you want to sleep peacefully where you have kind of like your conscience is clean and clear. So th those are the challenges, but uh, no, no other major disappointments other than losing the whole season. That was the biggest disappointment. So. Yes, 
Now, we, we have one of our panelists is a, a commentator, and I'm sure he has a number of questions for you. He's oddly yep. watching. You heard him a little before. Oddly? Yes. Your uh, good evening, sir. Yeah, I, I heard you mention earlier uh, about a banquet, having a banquet, and um, those names that you have called anybody at all <laughs> who knows anything about cricket. As you mentioned, the name, they know exactly who you're talking. All right. So um, uh, what time of the year do you have that banquet? Because um, just thinking uh, about uh, um, our schedule back here, uh, speaking for myself, of course, and um, it, it depends on the time of the year. If we could, um, you know, maybe a number of us are what could um, come out to California to attend the banquet. Or And uh, I have met with Mr. Dennis, who is in California face-to-face as yet. So that would be an opportunity for us to be. Yes, yes, absolutely. I'm glad you brought it up. And uh, thank you very much for kind of like uh, asking about the banquet. So let me just give you a little bit extra background on that, so to say. Our season typically begins end of March, first week of April. And we play like uh, the one-day games. We have four divisions. And it goes all the way until about mid-November. So we generally have the banquet at the end of the season. It's a way of celebrating the season, letting people who have kind of like competed on the field come together as friends outside the field now and just celebrate each other's success and just kind of like having a good social time, good kind of like, a, a kind of like you know, a good camaraderie. And that is uh, generally like we don't try to have it on the Thanksgiving weekend, but the weekend prior to that, so that the season is okay. over and we know who are the people who will be getting the awards and recognitions and things like that. So it is around that time. And I extend a hearty invitation to all of you, uh, the panelists and the kind of like uh, everyone uh, who's listening, uh, if you would like to attend it, uh, it's generally like middle of November. And uh, we would love to have you uh, to see you guys here. So thank you. Okay, great. And the other question is, um, about uh, you, you partially answered that because it's, you, you spoke about having children. I was going to ask you if there's a youth program and um, is there a competition among the youth. Um, you mentioned having the youth playing on the ground, which is not, you know, um, right. such a, the, the, the full ground. But uh, So I know that's, that's ongoing. All right. Yeah. Thank you. So actually, if I may just add a couple of more lines to that, I'm glad you brought it up mm-hmm. because youth is very important. Obviously, kind of like we kind of like encourage youth cricket, uh, kind of like in in every which way that we can. So over the years, we have always had a youth team in our league, and that team has kind of like all these youngsters playing at that same level in Division One, Two, or Three, or Four, depending on where the team is placed because we have two teams promoting and two teams relegating every season, depending on their performance. So the youth team was always a part of it. But again, going back to my tenure, so to say, we introduced something called the Junior League, which will be under 14 and under 18 teams. And they will be competing amongst themselves. Like there are five different uh, regions, like Orange County, LA, San Diego, Compton, and uh, uh, Woodley. So they will be like having internal competitions and they will be playing some games against visiting teams also. In fact, as we speak, there's a youth league game going on at Woodley and SMP as well right now. So the teams have been invited from Arizona for the SMP ground. And for Woodley, we have like internal under 14 and under 18 games going on right now. Okay, great. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know Dennis, and Dennis is eager to ask you a few questions that he wanted to ask you in years, but he took this opportunity to do so tonight. Okay, wonderful, Dennis. Go for it. I am waiting to hear the questions. 
Okay, fine. Thank you. I just wanted to say to Audley, uh, I, although I'm not, you know, within spitting distance of LA, I've driven to LA many times to the cricket ground mm -hmm. from my base. Mm -hmm. So when you decide to come out and Leon, mm -hmm. you have an open invitation. You can come and, uh, you know, share festivities with me. You have a place to stay and uh, we okay. can certainly attend the banquet together. And those banquets have okay. been well organized. I know I've been there myself in many times, so I can vouch for that. Now, um, Mihir, you have served in one position or other in cricket administration and player. At the front end, you served seven years as treasurer, two full terms as first vice president, and at the back end, a full term as president of Southern California Cricket Association. That's right. Having Having functioned, performed, and experienced the inner workings of cricket, apart from the fact that you've got these two new grounds in the pipeline, what, if anything, can you point to as the most important cricket development you have observed during your 30 years of cricket in Southern California? Oh, wow. That's a very good question. And a uh, question that kind of like, uh, will need a little bit of a racking of the brain there going back uh, so long but yeah i would say a few things that i can kind of like uh, conjure up uh one is definitely the finances have improved for the better for the association um because when i took on the treasurer position uh we definitely kind of like did not have that much of a cushion or a reserve and there were some bookkeeping uh things that we had to kind of like put organize it in a better way, uh, systemize, uh, systemize it and kind of like, you know, have some audit and trails and checks and balances in place. Because obviously at the end of the day, that is our fiduciary duty to make sure that uh, every penny is accounted for in the right way. So we built up reserves over the year, which was the right thing to do because that allowed us to kind of like do the ground developments, uh, build proper training facilities like nets and all that stuff. Uh, we had youth coaches in place to kind of like uh, coach the kids, uh, boys and girls both, uh, at SMP in Vienna Park and at Woodley Park. So the youth program was a big thing, and we were completely subsidizing that program where we would pay for kind of like their ground fees, their membership uh, fees, the coach to be like a chaperone through the day, watching the players, uh, disciplining them, uh, coaching them on the field. Uh, providing the lunches, paying for the umpires, everything basically. So that was a big, big improvement and a big thing that we kind of like accomplished over the years uh, because we had a full-blown youth program in place. And now I'm very happy that we have the junior league in place. Um, again, it did not materialize, but we did kind of like work closely with USA Cricket uh, and MLC. MLC is Major League Cricket, uh, which is the commercial partner for USA Cricket. So I have kind of like uh, put in a lot of time, energy and effort to kind of like uh, make sure that Southern California Cricket Association is working closely with them to provide a pathway to kind of like uh, the youngsters okay. cricketers. So, yeah. Thank you. I, I, I admire and give you kudos for um, the youth program because in my personal involvement as an umpire in the Southern California League, I've actually seen some of the youngsters coming through from their junior teams into the uh, adult teams and they seem to carry themselves very well so you're obviously doing 
an excellent job there. Another question I have for you is, you have indicated that USA Cricket is moving upwards with monetary incentives and contracts to local players. Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea how many SCCA players have been given contracts that are those con- and are those contracts large enough to encourage greater competition and increase skills amongst our own local players? Yeah, so USA Cricket and MLC, the uh, collaboration that they have, has kind of like come into existence to encourage players to kind of like, you know, become true professional cricketers in that sense. I mean, weekend cricket or amateur cricket is just not going to cut it kind of like if USA has to compete at that international level. So that is a big commitment. And coming to the number of players from SCCA, uh, to my knowledge, at least four SCCA cricketers have got a contact with uh, MLC and they are consistently in the squad for the national team, which is a great achievement. Um, and the encouragement is kind of like, obviously kind of like uh, to make the players kind of like commit to it. So they have arranged for coaches to come from kind of like, you know, playing coaches, so to say, playing uh, uh, members who will be playing in the minor league contract and when major league comes into existence, possibly in 2023, because of all the COVID-related delays, at that time they will be participating as players as well as coaching the youngsters during their off time because they will have enough time on their hands at that point. So it's it's a win-win situation and a big encouragement, a, a big step in the right direction. It will provide a pathway for the players because otherwise, what was happening in a nutshell. Kids would play up to the age of 16, 17. The minute they enter college, they kind of like would give it up because they had other commitments or they got sidetracked into other things. But now with this, it will be kind of like giving them a proper kind of like a channel to stay focused and kind of like progress uh, with all the incentives and everything in place. So, yeah. And if, Leon, if, if I have time for another question. Yeah, go ahead. You have time for another question. Yeah. Um, I know you, you've outlined a lot of them. Um, the thoughts and ideas you had in trying to make sure COVID-19, having devastated the season, did not cause uh, you to fall foul of the local rules. But I wanted to ask you about the health of players. COVID-19 has devastated many countries and gravely affected cricket during 2020. The city and county of Los Angeles were badly affected. Mm-hmm. Are you aware of how many cricket families from SCCA actually lost loved ones or members due to the COVID-19 during last year? Right. So that's a good question. And I wish I had a more uh, precise answer. But I will just say that we were in constant communication with the clubs uh, inquiring about the welfare of their immediate loved ones, family members, and uh, anyone else that affected or anyone else that mattered in their lives. Uh, Touchwood, thank God, we, to my knowledge, did not lose any of our members directly, but I'm sure kind of like their families, there were some issues and they must have lost someone, but we were not privy to that information. So I do not have that count, but uh, there was no direct effect uh, on anyone kind of like, uh, you know, uh, falling a victim to COVID uh, who was a direct member of SCCA. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Dennis. We have Virgil, but he's not in a position to speak. 
but I'd just like to come back in. Now, how, how do you get your funding, Mahi? How do you get your funding? Oh. Okay. I know you're so, not very much involved now, but... Yeah, yeah. So the funding, basically, it is always kind of like a membership-driven kind of a thing, right? So we have like 50 teams who are participating in four divisions. So every year, uh, what we do is we look at the expenses first. So it is an expense-driven budget that we come up with look at what we are projecting for the year, what our expenses will be. Based on that, we divide it between two different categories. One is certain teams out of the 50, I would say about 28 teams play on grounds that are maintained and operated by SCCA. And the rest of the teams play on grounds, which we call satellite grounds. So what we do is we divide the cost because there are some costs that are it would not be fair to kind of like apportion them to the teams that are not playing on the SCCA maintained grounds. So we have kind of like two uh, uh, different fee structure for them. We give them the uh, rightful break in the fees at that point. But we collect the dues from the teams and we meet our expenses. And we try to obviously be very thrifty with what uh, we are doing and how we are spending the money. And then we try to set aside some reserves for kind of like contingencies and things like that. So that is kind of like where we get the funding from the membership. From the membership and no no help from the city, not the state or anything of that nature? No, unfortunately, there is no direct uh, contribution coming from the city or the state. At one time, we used to apply for the athletic grants and we did get it for a few years. But I think that changed when kind of like there was some shortfall and the budgets changed for the state and the uh, all those grants were taken away. So we since then we have not got any external kind of a thing. But uh, coming to the banquet uh, again, kind of like a part of the tenureship, uh, if oh, you want to call it, we did get some sponsors who mm -hmm. came up and kind of like sponsored some uh, the banquet event. So we did meet some of our expenses for the banquet through the sponsorship, reducing our net outflow. Mm -hmm. Are you satisfied with the, the Cricket USA, how they are, are moving, how they are progressing or how they are functioning at this point? I know that COVID might have had some setbacks and so forth, but are you satisfied? Yeah. Uh, are you talking about the cricketing scene by, from a player standpoint or from... Uh, from a management, uh, management and how they manage the, the, op the oper cricket yeah. operations in the USA. You know. Right. So USA Cricket, when it was formed, as you might recall, USACA was the first uh, national body yes. that was recognized. After the issues that came up, unfortunately, and all that stuff, there was the American Federation that came up. Unfortunately, that didn't get anywhere. And then when USA Cricket came up, obviously, all hopes were pined on kind of like having a good body in place. Uh, they had very good ideas. They have some very good uh, things in place. But... Uh, Obviously, any organization of that size will have issues. And unfortunately, I cannot, cannot go into the details right now. But there mm -hmm. are some issues facing USA Cricket. Uh, and I hope that is all resolved to satisfaction uh, for all the parties concerned. And that we focus on cricket rather than the politics and the kind of like uh, other issues that go with the organization of that uh, size. Um, mm -hmm. They have some very good ideas. I'm very still hopeful, kind of like that, it will all happen. It's a matter of time, uh, but I just hope it is sooner than later and done in the right way. That that's all. Mm -hmm. so. I, and have... I, I cannot go into any other details right now. So I can understand. Yeah. There were some talks about having a super world league here, 
T20 league. I think it was supposed to be based in Colorado. I don't know if, um, and there were huge contracts that are going to be were going to be offered. Uh, am I correct in saying that he's still alive, or is it off? Picard? Are you referring? Are you referring to the major league and the minor league? The major league, yes. The major league, yes. The major yes, league. yes. Okay. So major league is part of the ACE, which is the American commercial partner for mm-hmm. the uh, USA cricket, right? So it is still happening. It will happen. Unfortunately, because of COVID, things did get pushed back. So this year, we will have the minor league. And minor league will happen in almost, I would say, 23 to 24 different locations. LA Mm -hmm. has got three teams in place right now. One from Orange County, one from San Diego, and one from LA. So we will be fielding three MLT, minor league teams, that is. And there will be 20 other locations across the country. And from what I know, major league cricket will be kind of like what the minor league will be uh, helping fill the pipeline uh, with the players coming from uh, abroad and from our local talent as well. And there will be six cities that will be having that. Again, LA will be one of them. San Francisco is another one. And there will be uh, other four centers out throughout the country. But yeah, that is kind of like uh, the future. And that will definitely be happening because T20 is the future, in my opinion, and especially mm-hmm. in the US uh, where time is so important and uh, uh, people kind of like don't want to spend the whole day on the ground. T20 is the way to encourage people to play and to come and watch the game, basically. So, yeah, if uh, if if um, Jatin were here, he he is at a, a seminar or a coaching seminar with 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 some other folks, and he's obviously not here, but he would have um, been able to to uh, interact with you on some other matters. But the important thing, how how, how your, the composition of your the members of your of the association here in South California. Are they mainly Indian? Any, any United States-born cricketers that have been drawn to your organization or, uh, yeah. or Caribbean or other right, countries? Right. right, right, right. Again, a good question. Kind of like essentially, unfortunately, I, and the reason I say unfortunately is that uh, there's not much of local uh, kind of like, you know, people... Uh, like kids born here, brought up here, uh, who are kind of like really getting into the game of cricket. Mainly it is the expats from the Commonwealth countries. Uh, and you named it kind of like India, Pakistan, uh, Caribbean. We have had the largest influx from kind of like uh, these countries, I would say. And then we have our share of kind of like English, Australian, South African, New Zealanders, Sri Lankans, uh, Bangladesh, and other countries also. But uh, there's very little if any uh, local boys who have really come up and performed or really taken a good interest uh, to take it to the next level for themselves. So that is something, that's a big challenge. And I think the only way to really get into that will be to get it at the grassroots level, at the school level, to infiltrate and kind of like, you know, provide coaching programs and learning programs for the kids and then giving them that, holding their hand, so to say, through the journey so that they don't give up in the middle after they reach high school or college and things like that. So it is kind of like a, it, it's a challenge, but I'm hopeful uh, that with uh, USA Cricket and the MLC thing coming along, uh, those things will happen. And, and yeah, can, I, can I make, mention something here, please? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that question was the, the next question I want to ask, um, what's the involvement, what, what, what um, percentage makes up um, you know, your team, if you're just expats or, you know, but you have just answered that, but 
I just want to say don't be discouraged because uh, I've been watching the European European Cricket League in Germany, and um, and it's it's all Asian players. It's all Asian players, right? So um, while the candle is being you, you know, littered, and 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 cricket is alive and well, um, this is the common thread combines all most of those cricketing countries is that. It's all Asian countries, and I'm saying God bless the Asian people because mm-hmm. without the Indians, the Bangladeshis, the Pakistanis, and all those things, cricket would would not be would not know being played in, in in many of those countries. Even when it's the European Cricket League, it is in Italy. Some matches are in Italy, some in Germany, all over over the place. But it's always the Asian players, and I'm saying you don't have to be discouraged or anything like that because that's that's the norm all over the world. And you have mentioned the way it can be remedied, but um, it, maybe it's going to take some time. Yeah, exactly. It, it's a matter of time, in my opinion. And it's a challenge, but uh, a challenge that can be met and it can be kind of like turned around if done the right way. Yeah. Okay, can I throw one in here, please? Yeah, oh, Dennis. Yes, Dennis. Uh, uh, me here. Within many large organizations, you always have things not working as smooth as clockwork. And I know from time to time, uh, surveys and that type of uh, inquiries have gone on within organization. Have your organization been able to uh, carry out one of these surveys to find out what's working and what's not working within the structure? Can you share with us uh, the results of any of your surveys? Yeah, so actually, again, uh, it's always kind of like my belief has been to kind of like do things that are best for the association in the right way. Uh, We can agree to disagree, but do it respectfully, do it with kind of like a proper kind of like a decorum and everything. So, yeah, there are going to be factions, there are going to be detractors, there are going to be kind of like people who have different thoughts, different things. So, unfortunately, over the period of uh, last so many years, we did see a similar pattern emerging in SEC as well, where there were the detractors who would just be trying to hinder the progress that the association was trying to make just because they had some personal agendas or some personal uh, vendetta or whatever you want to call it. So at the beginning or the outset of my term itself, we sent out a pretty detailed uh, survey to the whole membership. Um, Obviously we cannot send it to each and every member. So we sent it to the clubs and uh, solicited their f- feedback on that to see kind of like what are the things that they like within SSCA, what do they don't like in SSCA, what would they like to see happen in SSCA, uh, what can we do to improve the playing conditions uh, or the facilities for training, uh, wh- what are the kind of like, we, we, so we did reach out to them to kind of like get their input on that because at the end of the day, the association is really performing for the members. So the members have to kind of like come up and kind of like uh, give us that feedback whether they want certain things or they don't want it. So we we have done that over the years, but again, kind of like how many things that you will really get back from them and how much can be implemented. Uh, there are certain things that uh, do restrict you or limit you in doing kind of like uh, certain things even if you want to. Uh, but we definitely are always kind of like looking out for what is best for the association and trying to incorporate that. So we, we do follow the service system also, yes. Well, over the years, international cricket have seen 
professional players sledging, ball tampering, cheating in one form or another, including match fixing. In your years involved in cricket at the local level here, have you seen or heard of this type of behavior in our local cricket? Yeah, thank God we have not encountered any of these things that you mentioned. And I think one of the reasons for that is kind of like we are not in that sense of professional where kind of like finances are involved and things like that, that there's no interest in any match fixing and all that stuff at that point. But uh, in the heat of the moment, sometimes players do get carried away and they will kind of like have some uh, kind of like, you know, exchange on the field or even outside the field either with the umpire or with the other uh, uh, player from the other team and things like that. But uh, thank God nothing has escalated to a point where it was kind of like a, a something that uh, would be embarrassing or it would be a disgrace to the association in that sense. But uh, I mean, small, small things do happen, but nothing major, nothing kind of like that uh, I would be losing sleep over basically. So. Thank you. Leon, it's yours. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, Mahir, I uh, looking on the international scene. Are you happy how cricket is being? Well, we know the the restriction we have in terms of the COVID and things like that. But other than that, are you happy with cricket? How the ICC is treating treating the um, all the all the members in terms of financing? In, in, yeah. I, I think overall, kind of like, I mean, it's a good thing what is going on, but uh, I, I understand what you're saying where ICC does have some kind of like uh, issues with kind of like preferential treatment, if you may call it kind of a thing to certain countries and kind of like a little bit stepchild kind of a treatment to some other countries and things like that. But uh, again, I don't want to get into that uh, kind of like a discussion on that right now because it's a controversial point in that sense. But uh, overall, Cricket itself, I think it is kind of like definitely kind of like moving in the right direction in terms of the playing, uh, kind of like the number of test matches and the T20s and the one day games and everything. That is a kind of like a good thing. And I think it has uh, kind of like uh, encouraged the players to kind of like stay a lot more fitter because they are playing a lot more cricket now than what what used to be a few years back. Um, so I think it's a win-win situation as, all around for the spectators, for the players, for the uh, uh, boards, uh, everyone kind of like, because the more cricket you play and you kind of like have interesting rivalries like India-Pakistan or uh, New Zealand-Australia, whatever it is, that is always good for kind of like the country's economy also because it brings in a lot of other revenue by way of those uh, competitions and things like that. So. India or New Zealand? I, I will guess that you're going to say India, but you see India losing the, the, the World Test Championship? Come yeah, I mean, obviously my heart says uh, India and I will kind of like root for them, obviously. But uh, on paper, I think right now New Zealand has a better chance uh, of winning the WTC. Uh, just because I think they are a very balanced side, uh, a very capable captain in uh, Williamson. And uh, I think they will be coming off uh, the England uh, uh, games, kind of like also, uh, so they'll have played in those conditions. So I, I think New Zealand has that edge, uh, but my heart wants India to win, obviously. Dennis was saying something, but I want yeah. to ask him why he said that... Um... India has a balanced side too. 
Uh, yeah, India has a balanced side, but in, in Test cricket, I think kind of like uh, New Zealand has more of a balance and more of an edge in that sense. I, I, that is my feeling. So. Okay, but they don't have a plant. They don't have a plant in in, in New Zealand side. I tell you, man, Kohli has got to come good. But then you start the question. Dennis? Yeah. 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 Mihil, recently yeah. I've, I've I've observed or at least heard of, uh, uh, for example, the Cricket West Indies had some issues with the number of members on their board, and there are talk of trying to reduce this. I think I've seen the same thing happening in the Sri Lanka cricket situation. There's uh, issues with the number of members making up the board and mm-hmm. so on. And I think they've had it in India as well. I know in your area here, your experience with SCCA, you had a situation where you also had a large board. How were you able to get the board reduced to such an extent that you could how did that come about and what happened after you made your decisions? Right, right, right. So very good question, Dennis. Mm-hmm. Uh, over the years, Karpak, what we had in place was uh, like a one-member representation on the board. So it, uh, not by team, but by club. So we have like about 38, 39 clubs because some clubs have multiple teams, like San Diego has two teams and things like that, right? So we had 38, 39 clubs, and we had every club have one representative on the board, whoever the club appointed as their designated director. Um, what was happening is there was no continuity, there was no uh, commitment or uh, proper focus. Uh, people would just send kind of like a substitute director just because that guy cannot make it in the next meeting. So the person who would attend would have no idea. And then it would kind of like turn into just a complete waste of time for the rest of the directors uh, attending the meeting and trying to kind of like make, uh, uh, take care of business. So over the years also, there were some individuals who would just try to come to the meetings and show that they know a lot of things or they just try to throw their weight around and things like that. And it kind of like started getting into, I said, you said, kind of like, you know, uh, ugly situations. So luckily, uh, when I took on the presidency, at, uh, just before that, we had like a, a constitutional change done. And uh, I thank the constitution committee who took the time to kind of like come up with the suggestions to uh, adopt at that uh, AGM in 2018. Um, and we did decide to go back to the smaller board. And I tell you, it was a very wise decision because there's continuity, people who kind of like are really experienced and caring about things are part of the directorship now. Uh, there's much more uh, responsibility taken by people. Uh, the working atmosphere is a lot more cordial. So it was definitely something very dear to my heart and I'm very grateful that it happened before my term began because I had the privilege of working with the smaller board and it was a lot more easier because I've seen both sides of it and I can tell you that this was a much more productive, uh, there was a sense of purpose, commitment, accountability, uh, continuity, and uh, just all around very beneficial for the association. So uh, we, we decided to go that route and I'm glad that the membership saw the benefits of the small board and elected to adopt the new constitution. So, Do you have 15 more minutes with us? I know we oh, say yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm here with you, no worries at all, no worries. Okay. 
and Dennis, you 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 have more yeah. questions? Go yes, ahead. Um, you you outlined that you've got a a national youth tournament being planned for soon, coming up soon. When is that due to take place? And national, how is it being supported and uh, funded? Uh, and when when will this take place? So the one that I was talking about that happened back in 2019 November. I was talking about the accomplishments in my tenure. So that was one of the things that I'd mentioned there. But this year we will be having the junior league, which will have the under 14 and under 18 playing amongst themselves. About uh, at least three games against each other. So that'll be a good number of games for them to play total. And at the end of the year, around Thanksgiving again, we will possibly have a national tournament like what we had in 2019, where we'll be inviting uh, other youth academies from across the country to come and participate. Last time we had almost 32 teams and it was a big success. So it will happen end of November. What can you tell us about the women's performance, not performance, but participation in Southern California cricket? Right. So actually, 2019 again, I had a, a, the smaller board had a director's position created for the women's cricket. And we did have a lady kind of like who was the director. She coordinated kind of like uh, where the girls and ladies would come practice. And they had about, I think, I will say three games that they played either against themselves or against like the Golden Oldies or some other uh, social team. Um, but unfortunately, she was relocated after that and she had to leave. So, and last year there was no cricket, unfortunately, again. So we didn't have much happen there. But uh, this year, again, even though my term ended, I helped uh, kind of like recruit a lady who was going to help us with the uh, women's program to revive it, so to say. And uh, she is the new director for the women's program. And then we have the uh, another lady who's a director for the youth program. Yes, because there's a, like a close overlap between the youth and the women's program in certain respects. So I'm hopeful that they will take the initiative and kind of like bring it back on track. So I'm, and again, that was one of the things that I was pushing for the women's cricket uh, to be kind of like a, a standard along with the youth program. Those are two things that were close to my heart. So, yeah. Thank you. Back oh, oh, oh. Yes, but thank you. How have you succeeded in producing cricketers to make it to the next level, to say, be representing the USA? So, essentially, uh, for the youngsters, we have a camp starting like in March all the way until November, even though Southern California weather does support kind of like year-round kind of a thing. At times, kind of like people take holidays and uh, there's a little break needed and things like that. So we had coaches that, again, uh, SCCA would pay for and the kids would just come uh, with their parents. Uh, obviously, they have to be brought to the grounds and all that. But we brought it to the nets. In fact, we had only four nets on one side. But uh, in the last two years, we added two more nets on the other side, dedicated strictly to the youth training. So that kind of like we have grown that program from maybe like let's say 10 kids to almost 50 kids at this point with two coaches doing the coaching for the kids and another thing we are doing to encourage is uh, different levels of training meaning uh, someone who just wants to do it for the fun of it they can sign up with a coach for just one day a week but someone who wants to really play competitive and good level of cricket we will give them like three sessions per week if they kind of like want to take it up 
and that will be kind of like in summer it will be kind of like a lot more easier uh, because during school days it will have to be in the evenings after school hours but uh, that has kind of like really helped in kind of like getting the youngsters kind of like uh, coached in the right way and molded in the right way uh, for the seniors kind of like it has to be kind of like coming where they have to take a lot more initiative uh, again we do hold some coaching camps and drills and uh, we have a manager and a coach who kind of like take responsibility for that so that the SCCA team, when they go out, they perform well. And I'm proud to say that uh, on a consistent basis, most of the times when SCCA teams go out, they are kind of like the champions uh, when they come back because uh, we have a talent here, uh, uh, youngsters uh, and the regular players uh, who play in our league, taking cricket very seriously. And that's how we have at least four, maybe more sitting on the sidelines, just waiting to be picked for the national team as well. So I think coaching is the biggest thing, obviously, that is uh, and providing the facilities to them. That has helped in uh, shaping their future. So. Yes. Can and I ask a question, Leon? Yeah. yeah, but um, we're going to try and bring in Simon now. You, you want to wait? And it'll, it'll you. All right. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to ask if, if they are working in collaboration with, with Yusaka along with my, my, Max Qureshi, you know. Cricket, Cricket, Cricket Council, you USA? No, USA. USA Cricket. Osaka <laughs> is no more. Oh, I mean, USA Cricket, yeah, with Max Qureshi, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Max Qureshi so is Cricket Council, USA. CC. Cricket, Cricket Council, Council, USA. Cricket Council, right. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. thank you. Yeah. So, like I mentioned earlier, SCCA is working closely with USA Cricket Association. In fact, mm-hmm. one of our past presidents, he has been a director in Yusaka uh, when it was Yusaka at that point. He has been a president of Yusaka in the past also. And currently he served one term, uh, one and a half years. It, it was split actually. He served it as a director and very much involved. And he's running for the elections again for the USA Cricket director position. So SCC is always going to be kind of like working very closely with USA Cricket uh, because that is kind of like, again, uh, directly under ICC. And we want to respect the body that is kind of like recognized by ICC. And that is the body that is going to govern the uh, sport going forward. So we will definitely be aligning ourselves with USA Cricket. And like I mentioned earlier, I hope that the issues that they are facing are resolved amicably and satisfactorily uh, at the earliest. So thank you. We, thank you. Yeah, we have one of our panelists, Simon O'Brien. He usually asks us the question. You ask the panelists the question like I said to you, we'd like you to be involved. So, Simon, we have Mahir Gandhi, not Mahatma Gandhi. <laughs> You're putting uh, me on a panel there. <laughs> Simon, come on here. Hello, good evening to you, Mr. President. Leon, good evening, Dennis. Cardinal Audley, Virgil, Mr. Patel, uh, Jetna, Ivor Henry, Mr. McKenzie, and Cardinal, and all our faithful listeners all over the world. I'm so happy once more to be with you on this lovely show of cricket. And, 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 and um, you have get to learn something I, from you talented men who know the mm-hmm. game so well. That's why I come I on every Sunday to learn much more about cricket from you. You have Mahir Gandhi on as well. He's our guest. Okay, and I hope everybody is well. Everybody is well. And I want to wish everyone a safe week this week and be safe all the week and protect yourself. And just stay in your crease, as we say. It is better to be six feet apart than six feet under. And yeah, good I evening, Mr. Gandhi. 
Yes, good evening. You do. Good evening to you. Yes, I heard you talking about the American um, Cricket Association and uh, coaching and all that, and I'm so happy to see what good jobs you're doing for cricket here in America. Thank you very much. I appreciate the kind words. You are most welcome. Your question, Simon. He, he okay, goes, I didn't know you were ready for me, Mr. President. You, okay. We are ready for you, sir. Very much ready. <laughs> Virgil is on. Okay, um, panelists and ladies, gentlemen all over the world, my question tonight is a very easy one. Could you name me the bowler who bowled the most balls in a test match? One test match, he bowled the most balls in the world in one test match. That's the first part of my question. Second part is, in what year did he accomplish this feat? I'm going to repeat it. Give me the name of the bowler who bowled the most balls in one test. And for bonus points, in what year? Sonny Ramadan. Sonny Ramadan, 19... 50, 50, is it 56 or 58? Okay, we are going to go all around the panel. Yeah, I know it's Sonny Ramadan, but uh, the year, I I don't know. Dennis? Well, I'm aging myself here. I have not (laughs) got a clue. You know, I, I wouldn't you take a clue. guess because there's so many, so many players. So no, I, this one I'll take a pass. I'm stumped, Mr. Okay. Simon. I'm stumped on this one. Okay, my that's why you are on the panel that we can learn from each other. My yeah, wanna, I, I, would say, I would say it was before my time, before I was born. So before 1960. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> yes. You and me are in the same boat me here. <laughs> Is, is, is it 54 or 58? Come on, Simon, give us. Virgil can't speak, and that's all we have. We don't have the other side with us. Um, Mr. McKenzie is not in with us? No, no, Jatin, no. Or Cardinal? Yeah, well, I was listening, but he cannot. I don't think he's in a position I to speak. I understand. Okay, you want me to reveal the answer, Mr. President? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, ladies, gentlemen, panelists, everyone, uh, the answer to that question, you are very close. Uh, the answer, the name of the bowler who bowled the most balls in a test, his name is Sonny Ramadan from Trinidad, West Indies, and the year was 1957. Oh, 57. All right, I should have. Mr. Francis yeah. was very close. Was very so close. You see yeah. how much we learn from each other. <laughs> and Mahir, um, would you ask yes, Mr. Would you ask Mr. Simon a question? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that guy's that is laughing. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't prepared for that. I thought that he, well, he will be asking a question. <laughs> okay. I know, you, I know you're going to give me an easy question, like you'll ask me uh, which country was um, Sonny Ramadan from. <laughs> 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 so, so let, let me ask you a simple question, actually. Uh, when Sunil Gavaskar made his debut, how much did he score on that series? Ooh. Sunil Gavaskar, who was one of my and favorite he, cricketers, 
and I'll have to go along with uh, top of my head now. Um, I'm going to guess. I'll say 135 runs. No, in the whole series. Um, no, for the series, the series, the series. I thought you mean in one match. I thought you mean in one no. match. Okay, for the series, I'll say about 7.30. 7.30. Okay, what about the other panelists? Any guesses? Yeah. Um, I would say he didn't make 800. So I would say about 7.90. Yeah, he makes 7 something. I don't remember 7 how much, but it was, it was over 700. No, wait. Yeah. Oh, made... Oh, yeah. Okay. We're talking about his debut series. We're talking about his yeah, debut series. series. And yeah. I, I know he made a... Yeah. a century. He made a triple century, right? No, a double. Double century, yeah. A double, yes. Double. Yeah, double. I think it was seven something. 790, I said. 790. How about you, Dennis? Guess again, Dennis. Right. Well, Nihir, I, I've been around this group of panelists long enough to know whose answer I should cheat on. I'm quite willing to take a, a stab and a cheat at the same time and go no. along with the seven with this seven hundred but uh seven hundred runs somewhere in that region. Yeah, so whenever you're ready let me know I'll answer answer it. Yes, yeah, so I think we're waiting for the answer now. Yeah, we're oh. waiting for the answer because the others aren't able to speak. Okay, okay. It was seven seventy four. 774. 774. 774? Oh, yep. I was close too. Very, very close, very close. You almost had it, yes. Yes. Yeah, because we all went in 7, because I said 7.30, and I said just off the top of my head, Sunil right. Gavraska would say about 7.30, so we were all in the ballpark. You see how yes. much we learned? Very good. Remember, very... I had an assist, though. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you're disqualified for that. No. We don't cheat. We just take it from the top of our head. Wrong or right? <laughs> so just talking about Sunil Gavaskar, actually, uh, he came uh, as a chief guest for one of our banquets. And now yeah. he has become a good friend. Uh, he wished me on my last 60th birthday with a video clip, which I was very humbled by. Oh, and yeah. uh, he inducted me into the SCCA Hall of Fame in 2018 when he was here as a chief guest as well. So my life was kind of like completely I was on uh, <laughs> uh, high clouds, uh, yeah. kind of like riding that uh, because it was, uh, he's a legend and obviously my role model. Um, and it was just a great feeling, a euphoria kind of like that, that I cannot express in words. So, yeah. Is he both very nice, here? Yeah, I, I came on on the tail end of your um, question in there, Mr. Gandhi. I'll uh, tell me a little about, um, um, you played uh, for India or? County or national cricket or what was your? No, so how did you start I, out with the cricket game? Yeah, so and India, what province are you from? I know yeah. India, I think, has about thirteen provinces. Do you call them provinces? Uh, we call it states. Actually, there's twenty nine states now. At when I left the country back in eighty two, we had twenty two states, but now they have divided certain states into smaller ones. So we have twenty nine okay. states. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I'm which not state are you from? Yeah, I've not played at that level, but I am from Mumbai, and Mumbai is like the capital uh, for finance and for sports also. Like all the okay. cricketers have come, Gavaskar is from Mumbai also. So Very good. Very and nice. going back to college days, I was in the squad for our college, and Roy Shastri was the captain. So I, I've known okay. Roy Shastri from those days. Yeah, and in America, you're doing coaching, or, or you're no, playing for America? I, 
Yeah, so I'm 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 playing for SCCA Southern California Cricket Association in one of the teams, and I was okay. just president, and I, my term just ended. But I've been very actively involved in the administrative side for the last 30 years. Uh, you live in California? Yes, I live in Orange County uh, uh, in LA. Yes. Okay, thank you so much for that information. Because I you. came on the tail end of it, and okay. I heard, so I said I know that. Um, yeah, yeah. I file because you were talking about coaching and all those things. Yes. I just wanted to know a little more about your background, you know. You know, anything to promote cricket, I'm all for it. Especially here in America. Like I said before on the show, uh, they had a a bank robber in America, and they said um, they went to the judge about four or five times, and the judge said, well, why do you keep robbing banks? He said, well, that's where the money is. So when you come in cricket, that's where the money is, you know. (laughs) Mr. Gandhi, just one quick question. You mentioned, you mentioned something about your birthday. When, when is your birthday? 1960. November. No, the date. That date. Date of your birth. The date. Oh, 13th the November. Month. November. November? Uh, yeah, November. Oh, the November 13th? 22nd? Scorpio, 13th. 13th. No, November 13th. I should okay. say to right. I should say to me here that's the same date birth date as my brother. Oh, yeah. Yes, okay. I'll, I'll hope one day to see you in California because my yeah. granddaughter is going to school there in LA. Come over there and I'll see you doing your coaching and all that. So we'll keep in touch. I'll Very get your number from the president yeah. and we'll keep okay. in touch. Very good. Simon, Absolutely. We'll look we forward to so, We've got some business to do. Come on, Simon, you're going to join us, right? My here, I am yes. inviting you to stay with us yes. as we discuss. We discuss yes, yes. the England like versus New, New Zealand. Whenever you are free to leave, whenever you are. But we are going to go into some discussion about the match sure. England versus New Zealand. And we yeah. want but before to you go into that, I would just like to say thank you very much. It was a pleasure being on your show. And I'm honored that you invited me as your special guest on your popular cricket show. Uh, so thank you for having me, uh, Dennis. I appreciate you reaching out, and Mr. Francis, thank you for kind of like uh, setting it up. And uh, uh, I, I really enjoyed the session with all of you, and I wish you guys all the best. And we'll look forward to seeing you uh, hopefully soon, if not in November when we have the banquet, uh, and you are all invited for that. Thank you, thank you so much. Don't, all right, don't thank leave you. yet because we have Jatsna. Jatsna is Jatsna. of Indian. Jatin, just not not Jatin, just Yes, yes, I'm here. Good evening, everybody. Good evening, uh, good evening to you, Jatna. Jatna. Yes. And you have Mr. And you have Mr. Mahia Gandhi. You, you you're familiar with him? I'm sure you are. Mahia no? Gandhi. Yes. Yes. Mahia Gandhi. Yeah, sounds familiar. Well, maybe what, you could tell him. Go ahead, what talk. part? Where are you from, sir? I am in North uh, Orange County, LA area. He's originally from Mumbai. He's originally from Mumbai. Originally from Mumbai. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. I heard of your name. Um, Cannot recall that much. Yeah, but anyway, I'm here in Tampa, Florida, and I'm with the Tampa Cricket League, coaching little kids, youth kids, and girls and women also. And I played for India a long time back. I'm a a test cricket player. And that's my... Which year did you play? 
which year 1974 to 1978 against Australia, New Zealand, and West Indies. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, um, um, Mr. Gandhi said that's long before his time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he wasn't born. I don't know. <laughs> and now here I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing also. I'm still playing with the Tampa Sunrisers. That's our team, wow. a women's cricket team. Yeah. And uh, I'm also coaching them and supporting girls and women to come up in the cricket. Yeah. Very good. Very good. The best best game in the world. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I promise you, Jet, now I'm coming over to see you doing your coaching one day. So I'm going to get all the information from the president. He's going to send me the information, and I'll get in touch with you. And you'll let me know when you're doing your coaching, and I'll come over and see you. I'm not too far from you. I'm just here in, in – um, I'm close enough to the Space Center. I'm uh, heard of Cocoa Beach. I'm not far from Cocoa Beach. About oh, yeah, that's not too far. Cocoa Beach is not too far. No, I'm over about five, six miles from Cocoa Beach. So it'll take me about okay. an hour and a half to get to you. So right. we'll arrange okay. something. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah, I like sounds to, great. Like I say on the panel all the time on the show, anything to promote cricket in America, I'm all for it. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That sounds so wonderful. You are most welcome. You are most welcome. Rest assured that you are welcome anytime that you wish to be on our show. We uh, will make available for you. Just let us know. Go check with um, Dennis, or you can check, call me direct. Sure. And, I, or, and we'll be glad to have you. Well, do you, you care to stay with us for us to discuss the England um, New Zealand match before you no, go? I, I, I will stay on for a little while, but if I drop out, don't be offended. I have to keep no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. But thank you very much. Again, I really appreciate the uh, invitation, and it was a pleasure being with all of you and interacting with all of you. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Thank well, you. Well, we got to talk. Yeah. And just just now, we're preparing you for next week. Is that okay for you to come on next week with your special? Next week, just now. Next week, uh, you, you, sure you have to train me, right? I, I'm what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so just tell us about your I'm, match. I'm a new, I'm a new trainer. trainer. <laughs> but anyway, England and New Zealand played the first Test match, and the match was played with at Lords. And folks, before I even started Lords, aren't you? I don't know how many of you have seen Lords, but aren't you? Happy to see how pretty Lords are is. The well, ground. I've seen it many, 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 many years ago. Eh? Many, I've seen it many, many years, years ago. Too. But I have not seen it recently. Man, I saw it and the, the new stands that make that place look pretty, man. You you, you love yeah. to play cricket here. I remember going there and a friend of mine, he bowed down and kissed this the, the, the dirt, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just before we go on any further, Leon, just to just to mention that we are inside the Lawrence Yagaro hour. Um, yes. Between eight and nine o'clock, this is the Lawrence Yagaro hour. So we're inside the Lawrence Yagaro hour at the moment. Yes. Matthew, thank you. Yes, so I, was, I wasn't living too far from Lords. I was living in the county of Middlesex, not far from Lords. And Dennis was living not too far. He was yes. living in North London, not far from yes. Lords. That's right, and I've been there, but uh, many years oh, yeah, ago. Sure. Uh, Dennis, tell anybody, you can't go to England without going to Lord. 
right. <laughs> Nobody uh, could I, go to England without going to Lords. I'm, I'm hoping if I get to London in the summer, I will, well, I say sometime this year, I'll probably make a visit there, especially with all that cricket on tap. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. England yes, batted, I... um, New Zealand batted first, made 378. Let's go. Okay. Don't... They made 169 for six. England replied with 275 and 170. The highlights of the the, the uh, New Zealand batting was the double century by Conway. Conway on his debut. And uh, when once you make a century at Lord's, you're put on the honor board. Also, we had a good knock of um, 61 by uh, Henry Nichols and three centuries. For England, the bowling figures were as follows. England, the bowling figures there, the bowling figures. Uh, okay, who gets Okay. Um, I, can give, I can give it to you. Ollie, Ollie Robertson, I have it, I have it. Ollie Robertson got four for 75. And Ollie not, uh, Robertson was involved in a little controversy because he made, made a tweet that was racist, feminist, and uh, he may be subject to suspension and maybe penalty. And uh, James Anderson got two for 83, and uh, Mark Wood got three for 81. When England batted, they folded for 275, with Rory Burns going 170, 132, and you got a good knock of 42 by Joe Root. And at the low end, you had Ollie Robinson. He came in with a 42. And the bowling for Southie got six. Six wickets for 43 runs, am I saying right? Yes, yes, correct. Six yep. for 43, another honor. In, and in three 25, goals. In 25 overs, big time. Yeah. 25.1 over, 3 for 85. Great figures, less than 2, yeah. And 1 for 83 right. for Walker. Uh, Wagner, Wagner, Neil Wagner. When England batted again, they were, when, when New Zealand batted again, they declared a 169 for 6. And at close, when match was called off as the draw, England were 170 for 3. Gentlemen, your take on the highlights of, of these matches. A number of players have been put on the honor board. Simon, you know what is the honor board? Yes, when you played at Lords, yes. Wrong yeah, at Lords. Wrong at Lords. Wrong at Lords. You can't leave it there. Wrong yeah. Make a, a century at Lords. And? Make and? a century at Lords. And? And? And, and uh, the, I think wicket. five wickets. Okay. Yes. Five wickets, yeah. about. Mm. And if you take five catches? Yeah, they about. You know, I, I learned all <laughs> these things that, from no. the cricket show. No, no, did you say that? No. <laughs> did you say that? No. I'm just asking no. you. No. I learned them all, especially from Audley. I used to call Audley the walking computer. You just push him and he, he, he knows all the answers. <laughs> okay, Not Dennis, again. Give us your take, take Dennis. Dennis, give us your take on the time is going to run out on us before we go. Um, well, Dennis, give us your take on the whole match. Any highlight? Well, anything you think? 
Well, first of all, they lost a whole day because it rained. One day was rained out, so they had four days to play. But mm-hmm. what is remarkable is the fact that in the um, in New Zealand first inning, seven players scored less than 15 runs each. Seven. And in the England player, seven players scored less than 11 runs. So the bulk of the runs were scored by just four or three players on each side. You know, New Zealand, you know, declared 169 for six, obviously trying to make a game of it because they haven't really won a match at Lords uh, for many, many years. And they were trying to push it and set England the low task of 170. 3.6 runs and over could have done it, but England decided they lost a couple of quick wickets. You know, like two for 51, and then no, they, they were set over two. You said 170. They were set over 200, 270. No, no, no I'm, I'm saying they, they folded at 170 for three, having been set 273 yeah. okay. to win. Oh, okay, and, I didn't get it. And, and uh, you know, they were initially 51 for about two. And they decided not to go for the chase, which I thought was a bit of a shame because uh, a test match, you should be able to score at the rate of 3.6 and over, you know, especially when you have seven wickets in hand. You know, so, you know, I was a little disappointed with that. But, you know, that's cricket. You know, we take this smooth with the rough, so to speak. Yeah, back to you. All right. Well, well said, sir. How about you, Audley? Uh, I don't you, uh, uh, yeah, I just want to mention to Dennis that we're talking about a bowling attack. Remember Saudi in the first inning? 25 overs for 43 runs with six wickets. Uh, and Jemison, um, the, the, the towering giant there who is coming at your heart, he took three wickets. Uh, and the grander man, Wagner, the ever-present Wagner. It, it's not an easy attack to just say, hey, you just go out go and, uh, and knock that out because... Um, India, first of all, not India. England, first of all, have to make sure that they don't lose the match at large, right? Mm-hmm. After in, in a position, they were well placed in, in the first innings when they, were, when they eventually collapsed to 275. They were, they were, they were precariously placed first, uh, losing level, three quick wickets, and then they consolidated uh, like 140 out of three, and then all of a sudden, they, they just collapsed. So with that in mind, they, they didn't want to risk, have to go. It's better to come out with an honorable draw or, as you say, you're, you know, they're shameful because they didn't go at it, than to try to do something and then finish going, go, going one down in the series to New Zealand. I, I, did, say, team. I did say huh? it was shameful, but it pro- probably was a strategic decision. I did not agree with it. I thought they should have made an effort. To, to go for it and then shut the door if it became impossible. But uh, yeah, that's well, your take. Well, after losing after losing two weeks of fifty rounds, I think that that would have inspired them to you know send out that indicator. Look, better we close shop. You know, uh, it's no it's no no use trying to be a hero. End up losing the match, then head, some maybe some head would roll. And as I mentioned before, Leon and the two openers um, make one a double century on on debut run out for, for 200, and of course he was the last man out, could have carried his bat. And the same thing happened to the other, the other opener, the, the English opener, Rory Burns. Yeah. He, was the la- he was the last man out too, right, at 132. 
And then the mm-hmm. second innings, both of them were the first to out. So they, they went from last to first. So mm-hmm. it, 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 was a, it was a good match. It, it was a very good match. And um, uh, 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 as you can see, New Zealand, uh, you know, both sides had very good squad. But you, you, you would think that England playing on home soil and playing at um, the, the headquarters of cricket, uh, you mentioned about the beauty uh, of laws. It, it should be, ought to be uh, the best looking um, grounds in the world being the headquarters of cricket. So it's nice that they have actually improved um, the, the, the ground itself. So I is think that, they deserve to. Is, is, is that the headquarters of cricket? Robinson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're going to touch. Mm-hmm. 
So he had a yeah, very good I, debut as yeah. well. I, yes. And he had a, a debut because... Six, catch, the, I think six, six, in, in, uh, six of the 30. Yeah. Six of the... How, how much wicket fell? Um, uh, or seven, yeah, he six, took six. Sixteen. Ten and six, sixteen. Right? It lost six wickets and ten in the first innings. And he got mm-hmm. four in the first innings and two in the second? Is it? Yeah. Six. Any, anybody want to... So, fortunately for, us, fortunately for us, fortunately for us, Leon... The man who we honor right now, Lawrence Yagaro, still remains the only debutant to score a double century and a century on his debut. Mm, okay. All right. Good. Good good thoughts. Any 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 replacement for the anybody on England side? Anybody suggest well, wanna suggest well, anybody? I'm not gonna suggest anyone, but I'm saying look at the fact that seven players from the England side scored less than eleven runs. <laughs> so it suggests that some something so, needs to be done there. It's, I know Stokes is Stoke as well. Stokes has to come in, and somebody has to give. Yeah, without give without a doubt, without a doubt. Right, okay. Um, whether or not New Zealand will be bringing Bolt, I don't know who who they're gonna drop, man. Eh? Yeah, I, I looked at the team and said, "What up to Trent Bolt?" I don't know if he was sick or something, but if you can go in a in, into a test match without Trent Bolt, if he's fit. That is that would be saying something about your bowling attack. Mm-hmm. Any any how about new uh, how about new well we can't speculate. Any other question? Any what, what penalty do you think they will give uh, Ali Robinson for his tweet? I know, I thought that was ten years ago. Let's leave yeah, nine or ten time. years ago, right? So. Yeah, I think he was about eighteen, nineteen. Eighteen, about eighteen, nineteen at the time. I say right in the influence of friends and stuff like that, and you want to be a part of the in crowd. And I'm not saying it's right in any shape or form or anything like that. But um, sometimes when you're younger, you 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 know people grow up and mature afterward and realizing the the ways of the follies of the ways. And stuff like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying he apologized openly too. So, but you can't, you can't just leave him like that. He'll have to be out of the team or some other thing, whether for a match or two. But you can't just let him off like that, right? Um, but I'm saying that should not prevent him from coming back to play cricket for England. Even if he's out for the rest of the series, one or two matches, I don't know. And um, he should be able to play cricket for, for England in the future. Yeah, plenty of teams are going to be visiting England, so he may get if they drop him. Yeah, what him. was the tweet? What was the tweet about? Um, um, I, didn't know, I didn't see the exact. I looked all over. I couldn't find it, but it was sexist. It was Some racist. racist remarks, of, and including sexist. the N word, well, and, uh, mm-hmm. and but where am I saying the N words? When, when all rappers continue, they call in. They call in one say my nigger and everything. So what? what he call it could talk about niggas and stuff like that. Well, the difference the difference is that when the rappers use it, they are using it as a term of endearment and oppose opposite. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 not I'm not saying I'm not do trying to do an equivalent. I'm just saying I keep on saying the N words you know, but every, you know, we know how to talk about so among ourselves. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not trying to do... draw equivalent there, believe me. I know the difference. Are we gonna... We're gonna punish. You think they'll punish him in in any way? You, you say they may leave him out. Yeah, or? he should. He he should. He should. He should get punishment. Should get punishment. Okay. So, 
but, it, but, but, but the, the amount of things that we have done in our past, right, especially when, when, when we're young and stupid, if everything should come back and, and you get cancelled for it, none of us maybe would be able to do what we are doing now. You know, because we, we have done a lot of foolish things in our past. And um, I, I, I could go on and say, because a lot, lot of times people say things and stuff like that, but then there are things that are much worse that are being endorsed today and, and people are putting, putting, are being put on high pedestals. For, 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 for things that, that is much worse than that right now, what they're doing nowadays. Not just say, but, but action, what they're doing. So coming back to the question that we had, uh, Mr. Francis, about uh, who would be yes. replaced, if mm. Ollie Robinson is suspended, that cre- creates the room for Stokes to come in automatically. If that, mm-hmm. that does not happen, then possibly, in my opinion, Dan Lawrence or Crowley, one of the two will go. Mm-hmm. Probably had a horrible match. Yes, he, uh, he made two, two, two and two, uh, and 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 he also made um, two, two, two times in yeah, two, both two. innings, two. Yep. Okay, so simply made made a knot. Uh, I don't know how much he made in the second inning. Uh, let's see. He made oh, Sibley. He, he was sixty not out, so he he, he redeemed himself okay. in the second okay. inning. Sibley, yeah. Yeah, one batsman. I I feel they will bring in a spinner too. They may bring in a spinner, but you're gonna drop. Well, they're gonna drop. They may drop Ali and bring in a spinner. And seeing that, but who you gonna you're gonna you have to drop one, one player to bring in. Stoke. Well, Ali made seventy. Made twenty in the second inning. Ali Pope. Mm-hmm. And how about how about wicket keeper? Wicket keeper, is it Butler? Butler won't come back for. Is is the first is the first I'm hearing about that wicket when when I look at him. What is yeah. about this wicket keeper? Yeah, it's James. Yeah. Okay. He he had a bad outing too. I mean, he got out on zero. Yeah, he made a duck from six deliveries. Yeah, bold Saudi, but hey, Saudi was on was on he was on fire. Saudi was on fire. He, he, he imagine taking six wickets, bowling twenty five overs on one ball and at less than two, less than two, one point seven you know, overs. Run per over. Okay. Let's turn our attention to the West Indies. The West Indies have put out their proven, uh, provisional Red Ball. Red Bull, 17 players, and they are as follows. Craig Brackwood, Jamie, Jermaine Blackwood, Nkrumah Bonner, Darren Bravo, Ralston Chase. We have uh, some feedback from some guys here. Folks, um, at the back, if you're at the back, we're getting a a little feedback. Could you kindly uh, help us along the way? Something is feeding back. So as we, we continue. Nkrumah Bonner, Darren Bravo, Ralston Chase, Rakeem Cornwall, Joshua Da Silva, Shannon Gabriel, Jamal Hamilton, Jason Holder, Shai Hope, Azari Joseph, Kyle Mears, Kyron Pollard, Ky- Kyron Paul. 
Powell, Powell, Powell. Let's call his name three times. Kyron Powell, Kimar Roach, Jaden Seals, and Jamal Warrican. Your take, Audley. Any surprises? Uh, no, I'm, I'm very happy to see Kieran Powell back in the side. You know, we, we have been advocating for him right here on this program for a long time, and that he should be along. He should be in one of the squads, the test squad, and if not the test, the ODI squad, because he was doing very well at the time when he was not selected. But we have learned that it could have been other stuff, you know, that kept him out of the side. So I, I'm happy to see him there. There, there are two guys, uh, Akeem, Akeem, um, what's his name? Hussein? Uh, I don't know if it, Ak- Ak- Akeem? Not, 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 not Rakim Connolly. Uh, or maybe, maybe that's the um, ODI squad. And uh, 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 maybe I'm, I'm, I'm talking no, about the ODI uh, squad. That's the ODI squad. I, I, I'm talking yes, about yes, the Red right, Power yes. squad right now. Oh, 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 okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Wait, I'm going to go to that. Uh, let, me, let me give you again, Craig Bratwick, Jamal... Um, Jermaine Blackwood, Nkuma Bonner, Baron Bravo, Boston Chase, Rakim Cornwall, Joshua De Silva. Let's see, let's see, who is this? Well, there, there are some people there that already picked themselves, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, we know that um, Bradford is going to be as captain, right? And um, um, the, the opening position is not clear. Uh, maybe may uh, hope would come in, come in as the as the opener. And um, um, Chase put up his hand both with bat and ball. So it, 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 it's gonna it's gonna be hard. But the, the other guys have been performing, and even if in the, the practice matches they, they they weren't showing sparkle. But um, you, we have to always look back at the last time they played test match, you know, at a series of test matches, how they performed. So it, it, it's not clear-cut just to say, okay, this player made, made X amount in the practice match, so he's going to automatically replace uh, one of the test players who did play in the practice matches, but uh, are they just one practice match, let's say, in this practice match, and they did not um, do as well as those other players. But um, because the fact that the opening position was sort of shaky when it comes to Campbell, um, there's going to be a, a, a thing between Hope and Kieran Pollard, uh, Powell rather, because he, he, he stayed there and he, he played a solid knock uh, and showed his other temperament as if, look, he's ready to play for Cricket West Indies again. But it's going to be hard for him to um, um, a big competition with Shea Hope. I know hope is not, not the natural opener, and uh, we should we should tend to go with the, the with the, the um, specialist opener, especially when it comes to test. But then other people have done it before, you know, shift position uh, and they turn out well. So it, it, it's going to be a headache. It's going to be so a you're headache. Saying, and, you're, and saying a oddly, headache. you're saying oddly. Uh, am I to understand that you're saying that? Powell or Hope uh, fighting for the opening position? To, for, yeah, for Bradway, to, to go with Bradway. I think it's Powell and Hope. Hope may just have a, the edge right now, but if, they, if the selectors are looking for the specialist opener, I think Powell um, if they, Powell, they, they if Powell, go along if with Powell. And, if Powell and, and 
hope of fighting for the opening position. You know it's a foregone conclusion. Who's they're going to pick? That's it. Hope. Yeah, I think in, as in hope. But the point is, is that the right thing to do? You know, um, one oh, thing. One thing I'm job. telling Leon is one yeah. thing I tell Leon is that they. The selectors, you know, right now, they're having a good problem, if we can call it a problem. They're in a good situation, let's put it this way, because there are players who have performed well, right? In a series of um, games they've been playing, and just this one game where they play against each other, the squad, and mm. you can see that there are a few players that put up their hands. So they're going to be sitting down and scratching their heads. Who should they eliminate, or should they continue with those who have done it in the past and um, you know I, I would want the best selector right now you know That's one it. point I want to make before someone is coming because I, I, I always say I, I think that everyone on the side should be able to bat and if you see how Wagner went into New Zealand side coming yes. in and batted mm-hmm. I cannot get the same feeling when I see when I see our, our, our number number eleven, Gabriel come in. <laughs> I, to me, I think he should be out of the side. To be honest, I, I don't. Yeah, he has a fitness medical. problem. He has a fitness problem. Yeah, yeah, fitness problem, and he can't make the runs for us. And you know, the feeling is suspect. I think he should be out of the side. I don't know what you guys feel. I, that I'm hard with him, but I just feel that way. The point, Leon, if Gabriel was performing like Courtney Walsh, <laughs> you know, Walsh wasn't one you could depend on. But when you give him the ball, he's always giving 110, 120%. We're not getting that from Gabriel. That's, that's the difference. Yeah. Fitness yeah. is a problem, and he can't bat. Yes. He's feeling his suspect, and he gives you a good spell now and then. Now and then. So anybody has seven? What about you, Dennis? You're well, quiet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I would, uh, first of all, I'm not quite sure why they trimmed the squad from 17 down to 13. Remember, you got 11 plus one or two substitutes. Did they? Did they? They trim it? They will trim yeah, it that- tomorrow. To yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow. yeah, but they will yes. trim it. But, yeah, but my point is, I don't see why they should trim it to 13. I would rather go with, you know, at least 14 or 15 because they're home. Why do they need to trim it so low? Is that because they can easily call up somebody from... But anyway, that's, that's my first point. But everybody they, is, one, is in one venue. It's not like it's when... In one like venue. It's not they're they're go yeah, home, yeah. Right, they're all in one venue. Yes, but, go but, think, but think about the, the psychological thing here. If you leave the squad, since they're all there, you leave the squad as it is and just pick your 11 on the day or on the day before. But for you to say, I'm now breaking the, the, the uh, retrieving the team down from 17 to 13, psychologically, I think that might have an effect on some of the players. And my, in my estimate, I think I would leave Bravo, Chase, and Powell out of the uh, out of that uh, trim squad and go with the rest. But I also have a follow-up question because what happened to Kimar Holder? Can anybody tell me this young man had he, such he, a bright he's future? He's sick. He's sick. He's nursing he's some sick? injury. Oh, nursing okay. some injury. Yes. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. was my take there. Yeah. So. 
I don't know if um Mahia you 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 wanna give us your thoughts on anything that we talked about? Yeah. He might have been dropped out. Oh he's okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh any yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I'm just muting myself out so that I'm not disturbing anybody on there. Sorry about that. Yeah, okay. Thank you for that. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I appreciate the comments that you all made. You guys know a lot more about the West Indies players. Unfortunately, some of them are new names for me. But uh, it, it's it's a good problem to have from what I'm hearing. Uh, mm-hmm. so let's see. Only time will tell kind of like how it shapes up. <laughs> so... I just have a feeling that they're going to play the the, the young um, seals. Yes, yes, I have that feeling I too. Have a, I have a first feeling tells me so, and I wouldn't be unhappy if they leave out of when Gabriel for him. Um, mm. The question still around Powell, around around Chase, around, and I, I would also leave with Bravo for sure. So if, yes, I, I've left mm. him out of my pick too. Bravo, yeah, I'll leave Chase. With Bravo. But if, if Chase had out, a good match, Chase had a good match, and um, they probably would play either Warrican or, or Cornwall, based on both of them in my squad. Both, both you have both players in your squad. Yeah, well, therefore, I you would, obviously. I, I would How about Jason them. Holder? Are you going to play Jason Holder? Uh, Jason Holder, no. Well, Absolutely, yes. 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 The other place. Mm-hmm. Well, how about Bonner? Uh, he, 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 yeah, he, he was in my pick as well. He, he was in my mm-hmm. pick. I would keep him in the side because I would take out Bravo, Chase, um, Powell, but then that would probably mean I might have to make a last-minute decision about one or two of these guys. But that's... Go ahead. I don't think that that um, Hamilton will play if 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 um, Young De Silva is is it. That's my other thing. I don't think Hamilton will play. We we got about seventeen. I think we have it down to thirteen. Yeah. And then in the morning the match basins. But my my problem is that they're gonna play Gabriel, and I think it's a it's a sad day that we uh, keep nursing this guy all the time. Bring him in when he's fit, 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 like a fiddle. You're going to need him to bowl. So who's the quick uh, bowler? Somebody did with? mention that the best, way, the best way to get the best out of Gabriel is to play him one test in, one test out. One test in, one yes. test out. Yes. <laughs> yes. Home, and, and if that's what you have to do, um, we realize that he has the pace, uh, which we need sometimes. So if he can be more accurate with the uh, few more of his spells and with that piece we needed him he is a needer so um mm-hmm. use him sparingly and don't let him have to limp off the field when you play him two consecutive test matches and then he's limping, limping off the field after the first spell yeah i hear you and i feel they're gonna let azari sit out this match too this first test yeah, Azari is doing better with the bat than with the ball right now. With the ball, yes. And, and that's the problem. He, uh, we, we don't really, we, we need him to bat when he comes in because a lot but of times he's not in a, in a spot of bother. But he has to be number one thing in the bowling. And we need him, and, and he's not taking a, a, a lot of wickets right now. Yeah, but if, but if, 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 if I was on. 
If Alzari's out, we've got Seal and Gabriel. No, and Roach. Roach. Don't yes, forget Roach. Roach is out of match. And Holder. Oh, Roach, Roach and, and Holder are there, right. Yeah, okay, right. Roach, Roach and Holder. Yeah, okay. I was just looking and for the quick bowler. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we've narrowed it down. And we have... So, in short, let's let's see see what they pick. Any yes. any other comments about anything pertaining to the team? No. Diamond, uh, anything that you 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 think you slipped, we we missed? Um, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm learning from you. Anything? I'm learning. Yes, I'll, I'll say that um, with Gabriel, I think is like just like um you said, probably with him is um fitness problem, you know, so he's not, he's not consistent, but they have quite a number of other players that can take his place, you know, so they don't always have to be tagging with him, you know, that, just, just my idea, you know, that's what I think, you know, because Gabriel is a good bowler, it's just a fitness problem he is having. Uh, Leon, um, yes, if I may yeah. say this, I, I just, I just envision the West Indies another two or three years with some Great fast bowlers, great. Uh, Smith, they, they, they are young, so they're oh, they one of Neil their Smith. teams. Neil, he, Neil Smith. Yes, yes, mm. he, he's, he's looking good. He's, he, I, 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 I like him. And they are, they are you know, seals, as I said before. And, you know, um, I, can, I can see I see some budding fast bowlers coming and West Indies. I don't know, know that uh, for sure that we'll ever reach the pinnacle where we were when we had those, uh, we could have two different teams, uh, you know, uh, and still as strong um, back in those days. But I think we are not, we're, we are coming back to those. We are coming close back to those days. We are heading in the right direction. Yes. I would say. Yeah, sure. We touched the white ball, the white ball spot. Oh, let's see, I had it here, but I just missed it. White ball squad, anybody want to? Uh, okay, let me see if I have it. But, okay, any the West Indies international players unable to take part in the IPL resumption phase salary cut? Parata payments? Should that be in, 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 in question, folks? If you're not playing, you I don't think that should be. Yes, sir. Mr. Francis, just before you want, let, let me, I just heard from Ivan. Ivan is saying that Paul has to play. He must play, uh, you know. Paul should play as a specialist opener because um, hope, hope has been failing in, in tests. Uh, and Paul was dropped when, when only Holder and, and the keeper made more runs than he, that he, than he made. And, and, and that's a good observation. You know, because when he was dropped out the side, it was only Holder uh, and... Um, and someone who was making more runs than himself. So I wish we would play, but knowing how they are, knowing yeah, how they we, are. Yeah, yeah, we're looking at Dow, which if Dow is going to come back instead of um, instead of the young keeper there. But he has been do, he has been doing well, you know. So I, I don't I don't think they Dow, which is not out forever. He's not he's not being dumped, uh, you know. But um. Not, un- not until the silver start to feel or feel or feel miserably before um, Dow, which will have a look in. 
If they're going on tour, I think he'll come as a second keeper. Yeah, I don't... Okay, go ahead, please, sir. Yeah. But I, I was saying, you know, we I would like to see him play, but knowing how they are, knowing how they are, you know, you, you, what's going to happen? They're going to okay. obviously for their, their well, home they may, home they may surprise. They may surprise. Let's hope. Let's hope. Mm-hmm. The white ball team looks to me like it's kind of picked itself in the sense that the ones who have the contracts are all certainly demonstrated their their skills and technique with the Sri Lankan um, tour recently. So I, I would not be too alarmed about that. Just see how that one goes. They, they've got a good remember now. Quad. Remember, gentlemen, gentlemen, remember, this is a provisional side that was picked. Yeah. Those guys so have it, 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 it will be trimmed, right? Right. You remember West Indies Cricket Board has got was asked by the IPL BCCI to change the schedule for CPL? Yes, a couple yes. of days. Guys, uh, we haven't heard whether or not they yes. have done so. So if, if in fact the West Indies don't change the schedule for the CPL or whoever it is that is responsible for CPL, does not change that. And these guys decide to go, what can happen? Four Pollard goes. Furan goes. Fabian Allen goes. Dwayne Bravo, well, goes. And who else? And not only that, they have players, the manager for the, the Trinbago Knight Riders, he also is involved with the CPL. So, well, it's, it's these these guys are contracted to the West Indies too, and they're so contracted. They, contract, they are here. Yeah, That's correct. And the side if they went, if, if they went off to the IPL, mm-hmm. you know, instead of staying with the West Indies, I think they might get some stick for that, wouldn't they? <laughs> and they should, and they should, Dennis, because I think, I think if you are if you are contracted by cricket, it's, it's one thing if you if you are not under contract. If you are not contracted <laughs> by cricket West Indies. Uh, you mm-hmm. want to go and display your talent right. elsewhere, fine. But if you're under contract with Cricket West Indies, you should mm-hmm. not be playing in mm-hmm. other leagues yeah. or hard, some domestic mm-hmm. leagues. When you're here, uh, I, I mean, your, your your salary should be cut or something, uh, you know. Well, yeah, if you are if you are contracted, when you are needed, you should make yourself available for for, for your home country. I, that's my feeling. But these guys want to go to play in the World Cup. So if they don't play for the West Indies, the chances that they may not go. So okay. I have they may not get selected. Get, get selected, that's right. And that's I have a feeling that will go, will go to the IPL and come to play for the West Indies, but there's nothing guaranteed when it comes to West Indies cricket folks. You know that. Okay? <laughs> so. the, the, the thing is, Leon, is that um, going to the World Cup, we're the defending champion, and um, you'd want to go with, with your best team. You want to go with, with your Andre Rossley, your, your Nicholas Perron, and, and, and things like those. And um, that is when I think the selectors um, will say, oh, you know, we, we just want to have our best team. So um, and, uh, the, our T20s also used to select the team and whatever. So you may just find out that they end up in the CPL 
in, in the IPL and still make the team. They, they may use the IPL scores and so, uh, as, a, as a criteria to, to, to select them because they're saying, well, they have been playing, they have been playing T20 cricket. So that, 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 and that's what we, we're going to defend ourselves. Defend, I would, we're going I would to expect, the champion. Nope. I would so, expect yeah. they would stay with the West Indies squad. In this situation, yeah, because the, the, the ideal, the ideal, that's the ideal situation for us, know? really. Mm-hmm. But and and, and Pollard as the captain, he should she should not even think about going. Back oh yeah, oh person. yeah, the, the captain is supposed to have to set the example. Yeah, he should set the example. Because, um, <laughs> if, if we if we run into a situation where um, some other younger players, some other players decide that they are going to choose a uh, uh, domestic league over playing for the West Indies. Uh, the captain wouldn't be able to say, "Look, man, you have to, you have to be nationalistic. We need you, right?" And because you're going to look at him and say, "But, but you did the same thing, right?" When we need you, you ran away. So therefore, as a captain, you can come and tell me that. So you, a, a captain, a, a leader is, is one that knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. Yes. Knows, shows, and goes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The captain. Sorry, sorry, go on. Okay, uh, let me just run through the, the, the squad for those of you who don't remember it. It's um, Kyron Pollard, Nicholas Puran, captain and vice captain, Fabian Allen, Dwayne Bravo, Sheldon Cottrell, Fidel Edwards, Andre Fletcher, Chris Gale, Shimon Hetmeyer, Jason Holder. Akil Hussein, Evan Lewis, Obed McCoy, Andre Russell, Lendell Simmons, Kevin Sinclair, O'Shane Thomas, and Hayden Walsh Jr. As you were saying, um, yeah, no, I was saying that the uh, captain should definitely lead by example. And mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I believe the loyalty should be with the country, not with your commercial contracts and other incentives that you are kind of like looking for yourself. I mean that that's where the loyalty should be, and that's the right thing to do, in my opinion. So, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely right thing that should be done. But we 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 are so we can't say for certainty these guys will do that. But anyway, it seems that they have a little bit more loyalty now than the former administration. That's what I figured. A little bit more, and they might have been spoken to before. Of, of, you you really can't put your name in the. On the availability list, and then you pull out. I don't think it should be that way. Any other comments, gentlemen? Any other comments? Before we say good night, and we're just going to ask Mr. Mr. Gandhi to give us his final thoughts before he leaves us. And we thank you so much for being with us and being a part of the panel as well. No, I just want to say thank you one last time before we kind of like end the call. It was really kind of like a very interesting. Never kind of like have I attended the talk show uh, where all the cricket enthusiasts kind of like uh, participate like this. Uh, and I wish you guys all the best. And from time to time, I will try to connect with you guys and stay in touch. And uh, definitely will look forward to seeing you guys in LA soon. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. Jatsna, your final thoughts? Let me see if she's in. Okay, wait, let me bring her in. Jatsna, your final thoughts? Mr. Gandhi, it was a pleasure meeting you over the phone. You say you're in L.A. I might, uh, whenever I come, I'll come see you there. 
please do. I, uh, you can get my number from uh, anyone on the panel, or uh, I, I don't know how, but uh, it'll be a pleasure yes, to meet you. Know. you. Jatin, Jatin yeah. has your number as well. And Jatin is uh, yeah, I'll, I'll contact Mr. Debbie. Yeah. yeah, no problem. Yes. Okay. Sure. Thank yeah. you. And very good evening to everybody. It was a great show again, and uh, hope to see you next Sunday again. On the radio, and you're going to be prepared now to make your debut. Am I correct in saying that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I will call Mr. Leon and get trained before I oh, come no. on the board. <laughs> Simon, you're doing Simon. well right now. You're doing well right now. You're doing awesome. <laughs> Simon, talk to Judge Sufferer because you're the only one that is going to visit her recently. Simon, come on in and say your final words. Uh, gentlemen and uh, panelists and listeners all over the world. It was a great show as usual. We get better and better every week. A pleasure being here, and especially Mr. Gandhi came on, gave us all the information, and Jatna, and all those, and of course, uh, um, Audley with his statistics and the president. Everything was well, well put together, well done. And it was a pleasure being on the show with you, gentlemen and ladies, who know the game so well, and the game that I love so much. So we want you all to have a wonderful week. Everybody be safe. And we'll be back here next week, Sunday, 6 to 9. Have a wonderful evening, all. Good night to you. Dennis, your final words, sir? Well, it was, once again, I want to thank uh, Mihir for being our guest today. We learned a lot and we improved some, you know, we furthered our knowledge as far as uh, Southern California cricket is concerned. Um, so this is the place where, you know, we've just finished dissecting, discussing, and debating all things cricket. And I'm happy to have been uh, on part of the show. And I invite guests and fellow listeners to get involved, get in touch, and talk to us. Send us your questions. Send us your comments. We would appreciate them very much. Thank you. Thank you so much, gentlemen. I don't know if either uh, Virgil wants to say anything at this point. Virgil, are you on? You said you couldn't speak. I don't know if you can speak now. Virgil? Yes. No, you can hear me? Yes, we yes. can hear you now. Can you hear me? Yes. 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 Oh, no, I didn't hear the last thing you said. Yes, yes. I'm just saying that you can come in and give your final thoughts. I know you were listening, but I don't know if you could speak. Good morning. Yeah, 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 I was, I was listening all, all the way. Um, but I thought where was there was a lot of nice. Um, I know we come to the end of the show, and it was very interesting listening to um, Gandhi. And it's Gandhi, 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 yeah. Gandhi yeah. Um, for what he said he was doing in California there, and I'm glad to hear people really were pushing cricket like that. And I think somebody was saying about um, can't remember something about with some of these players who want to go and play and then come back and just play for West Indies. That's none, that, that part is not, none of my cup of my tea. Because you want to play 2020, you have to play in our local league. You can't just go and think when they come World Cup, you're supposed to be in West Indies team. But uh, for the guys trying hard for it. And, your fault. But, you didn't send them any mangoes. Your, your fault. <laughs> I think so. Don't, don't get Simon too excited. Don't get Simon too excited. <laughs> Anyhow, it was a nice show, and 
for all the listeners and all the fans and all the panelists. We'll be back next week doing the same thing over again and just enjoy the rest of the evening. Yes, indeed. Wonderful show. Audley, your take, my brother. Yeah, I just want to give a shout out to West Indies, West Indies super fan, Mr. Victory Moses out of St. Vincent. She turns 100 years old on the 1st of June, and she has been a fan for a West Indies cricket fan for all of her life, she said, all of her life. And she received a video from Jimmy Adams, Darren Sammy, Jason Holder, and that was very nice, a tribute as she lifts her bat as she reached 100, not a West Indies super fan. Yeah, Miss, uh, Miss Victoria Moses from St. Vincent and the Grenadines. All right, yes, um, yeah, um, a little, well, I, I, I'll keep it on the, until next week. There are some interesting facts about some, um, the best innings that been played that were being played over the test series, um, the, the the championship series, and believe it or not, Kyle Mills came in at number two. Uh, that next week I give it a full five for the bowling and uh, and everything. But in the meantime, um, yeah, this is a, has been a, a very good show. Thanks, of course, you're going to say that, but uh, we enjoy having you, Mister Mister Gandhi, and only and listen to everything. But I, <laughs> we really enjoy sh- sharing with you and to my fellow panelists, of course. So we're just going to ask you to have a real, real good, wonderful week. And we want to be here next week where the Lord tries and keep our life. We can this lovely cricket once again. God bless you. Have a yes. good week. God bless each and every one of you as well. And we just want to say thanks to Mr. Gandhi for his presence here with us. It was refreshing. We hope you can be with us again. And we look forward to hear cricket opening up big time in California and cricketers can go out and do their thing that they love so well. We have been doing it for 10 years and we're going on 11 August the 10th and we are really, really, truly enjoy it. We do it out of the kindness of our hearts and our love for the sport. And our aim is to promote entertain and educate people around the world about cricket and we hope over those years we have been doing it and doing it successfully thanks again and may all of you have a wonderful week and if you can join us next week we'll be glad uh, to have you yeah always room for one more cricket fan so good night all god bless you all one love from my family
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.